Ah. Mama. Mama. We made it. What it, what it, what it do though? Ladies and gentlemen, this is about to be a feature film. An alternate universe created around the story of young Idris Sandu. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Idris Sandu to the Mama We Made a Podcast. What up, what up, what up, though? What it do, player? What it do? Bruh, like, I wish cats could experience this, like, glow-up essence in the beginning pre-podcast. We've never, like, we've never done this. We've thing. never done that. Literally, yeah. chicken spread, <laughs> balsamic brown sugar glaze, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> By Chef Nushi. You know what I mean? And then... A cypher session with everybody in attendance. And just let it be known, like, everybody got bars. Dude, oh, that shot, was we tight. Shot a, we shot a rap video. Yeah, let's be yeah, real. Yeah, we really got to, like, put something yeah. out there, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we'll like, dropping the EP in about a month. I'll come for every freshman double XL. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? <laughs> I throw GJ in front of him. It's, a, it's about to be a, a slaughter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, but this is this is an incredible experience. Thank you for lending us your time. Yes, sir. Um, Likewise, it, it's going to be a phenomenal experience. And and for those of you that don't know, this is you know we're we're sitting down with with somebody who I truly consider to be one of the most advanced and forward thinking minds of our young youth generation. It's incredible to see what you're doing and what you've been doing, uh, and and the 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 boundless space in which you've taken uh, not only you know, the things that you've done, but the depth and the possibilities of, of what you're doing and how you can constantly expand them. Mm-hmm. And I'm very eager to really get uh, the scope and, and the journey, you know, on your walk here. You feel me? And I think this is about to be a brilliant uh, conversation. I'm really excited to have it with you and be able to share it with the culture. No, you know definitely. What I'm Thank you. Yeah, where, where did it all start? Like where were you? Where'd you? Where were you born? Where'd you? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, man. So you know, um, I was born out here, uh, growing up. You know, uh, in Harbor City, Torrance, Compton, Inglewood, different districts. Mm-hmm. You know, but to kind of even put things into perspective, you know, um, my mom and dad are from West Africa. Oh, my wow. mom not being actually from Ghana, but my dad actually being born there and raised there. You know, my mom, uh, she moved there when she was very young and it was for contracting reasons. You know, my granddad on my mom's side, he was an architect and there's a a hydroelectric dam in, you know, Ghana, West Africa. And it's one of the largest man-made hydroelectric dams till date. You know, so um, (laughs) my mom moved out there on my mom's side, you know, you kind of have, you know, riches and all that you know but on his side it was like you know walking to school without no shoes on type oh, stuff wow. you know so um i guess that hate and all that kind of mm. you know self-hate and all that stuck with him you know so he was never really um you know part of my life you know he came when i was like five six you know jumped in jumped back out tried to come back you know when i was like 10 and you know i'd always been like a creative kid you yeah. know it's it's you know the reason why i say um my purpose has been defined already is because this is like, you know, even though I'm 20, this has been like 10 years in the making of me realizing, you know, just everything playing in fruition had to happen. Absolutely. You know? So like being eight, seven, you know, breaking up remote control TVs and realizing like whenever I press the transmitter, it would transmit, you know, a certain 
thing and it would go on and off and saying what is that and realizing that was binary and like you know being interested in that was always like you know something that was innate to me but then you know when I was around the age of nine uh ten you know my dad you know uh essentially you know he 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 talked to my mom about possibly um you know going on a trip to uh Ghana and West Africa and you know my mom you know she was like all right cool you know he's never met your side of family or whatever you know mm -hmm. um so we go out there and um you know i was actually uh it's a long story you know yeah. if you really put things into perspective but you know long story short um he ended up leaving me there literally just like abandoning me there uh flew back to the states we're going long story long baby let's yeah talk, we're going long story yeah absolutely yeah, let's, all right for let's, sure let's talk through that so you know never been there tries to come back you know into the life um of a young kid you know um who you know you could just see the the spark in you know, to want to change the world, to want to innovate, but was confused by so many things going around. So, you know, inflicting that self-fear on that kid, yeah, you know, was just something that... What, what was the backstory of, essentially, you growing up with your moms out here, right? Yeah. And then, you know, that kind of trailing of your father bouncing in and out. And what was that dynamic like? Not only for the, the, the you know, as a kid, your relationship looking at your parents... But also for you looking at, you know, that father, the figure that's just bouncing in and out, like to, to kind of set that, that tone for that. Because what, what was that like for you as a kid? Because I feel like we all, you know, there's so many kids that go through that kind of, you know, environment. You feel me? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, like, you know, being young, I always wanted a father there. Yeah, sure. You know, I feel like, um, had I had a stable, family or I'd had a stable, you know, upbringing, I would be more powerful than I am now. Way more powerful, mm. way more powerful. This is like, you know, untapped potential. This is what I deem as untapped potential. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So it's like, you know, but I didn't have that. So I would have to make up, you know, where that lacked in other people, you know? So at a very early age, I started finding mentors and all that around me, you know, but, um, yeah, it was like, you know, I remember crying at night for things like that. You mm. know, as a child, you just want you just want to be loved. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and when when those very people instill a sense of hating you, you know, it makes you reflect on yourself a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, even though my uh, my story ends up being very positive, well, you know, which we'll get to and all that. You know, there's also it's not it's not a uh, it's not misleading. To, you know, think oh, I was just this kid that like you know. Just always knew what I wanted to do no, and all that, you know. Sure. Nah, like I life have happens to everybody, yeah. and yeah. like the beauty of life is that it's so unique for yeah. everybody. You you do not know what goes on behind closed doors of a household, right? Everything can seem <clears throat> incredibly normal or not, but when you get within the bounds of the house, it's a different world. Yeah, you no, know, especially definitely. as a kid growing up. You know yeah, I mean? you know, I remember, um, you know, being in elementary school and all that, and. You know, going to school with like marks and, you know, teachers wow. being like, you know, what's happening and stuff, yeah. you know, calling and stuff like that. You know, th those things were things we were exposed to on a daily. Um, you know, I being one of five kids, oh, okay. um, you know, um, two older brothers, three younger sisters. You know, that's something we always <clears throat> just had to be experienced around, mm -hmm. you know, um, just you know, non-orthodox methods of instilling discipline. Absolutely, you yeah. You know, um, but it was more than just that. You know, kids need to have a sense of discipline. They need guidance. Yeah. You know, but it was like... There's <clears> ways <throat> of instilling yeah. that. 
it was more abusive than, a, uh, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, to, to kind of put things in the perspective of me being 8 and 9 and always being a creative, you know, being 9 and 10, and, you know, um, I, I vividly remember it was, the, uh, it was around 2007, 2008-ish. And then, um, you know, he uh, he tells my mom, you know, I want to take him to Ghana to visit my side of the family. I feel like he knows your side of the family. He's never really met mine, mm -hmm. you know, BS type thing or whatever. And, you know, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I end up going and then we tour and everything like that. Was you know? it your whole family or just? No, just him and just I. Just you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, we go, you know, as soon as we land, I had like heat rashes all over my body. It was, <laughs> it was hot out there. And, um, you know. Yeah, so we go to like, you know, the village, um, Jaskan, which is like, you know, his village um, on, you know, the west side. And so, you know, we go up there and, you know, we, we go looking around at me side of the family. You know, I wasn't really like, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, this is all good to be experienced around, but, you know, we, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know. I how long how long was that? Uh, that was back in 2008. How so, long was that trip, like the... The so the trip was initially supposed to be two weeks. Okay. Right. And so, um, you know, about a week in, um, you know, I, I still remember vividly, uh, you know, being grasped by somebody else into a car and, you know, him going one way and me going the other way. Really? With his side of the family, which, who was very, uh, very abusive, by the way. You know, so, really? and then literally returns to the States, had no cell phone on me, Wait, had no you nothing. you guys were together. We were Somebody literally. grabs you and you, he just. Yeah, so like, he, he, he went one of his family through. members, I still like vividly remember this, one of his like, quote unquote, family members, you know, puts me in a, you know, in Ghana, they have these, um, in Africa in general, they have these, um, they're like trucks that usually do transportation. Yeah. You know, that people stand out and they're like, yo, we going here, we going here, you know, people get in. And, you know, we went in that. You know, I still remember it was like this rusty old, you know, vehicle. What the fuck? And literally, like, we never talked about this, you know, none of that. And so I ended up staying there for about five, six, seven months, um, being exposed to the worst situation. Wait, um, where, where were you? So you got taken. Mm -hmm. And then what, where to? To his side of the family. And, then, um, and he left. Wait, he bounced. Well, Correct. Like, he bounced. In that moment, oh, what wow. was going through your head? Like, what? What was that like? Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I was. I didn't even know. Like, I was like, I don't even know what to think right now. I don't even know if this is real. You know, <coughs> it felt so unreal. Did you even want to go on this trip to begin with? No, my mom said no. No way at all. Your mom said no, and you you didn't even want it. Either. I didn't even want this. You know, I remember. You know, one of my um teachers has always you know every time she sees me she cries you know I, she she vividly remembers in elementary Holy school shit. going to her saying you know my dad's like trying to take i don't want to go blah, blah, blah all this like wow she still vividly remembers that so you know um when when a child is when a 10 year old nine year old child is going a nine year old 10 year old child is going through things like that you know they they don't even know what to think they don't know how to act yeah. they don't know what to do they don't you know still vividly remember having the equivalent of what's like 25 cents for a whole day for food you know eating dry cassava what were, like were you saying like i need to get out of here like, i need like what the fuck what, what's going yeah. on oh several times and, and what, what was like you know that? any attempts i would wait um i would stay up uh to like five, i just didn't know how to get back but i would stay up till like 12 o'clock and there's a bus that comes in every wednesday 
that takes um, all the villagers to the main capital. And I remember I would accumulate money and I would sit down and I would strategically think, how, how could I, you know, because I didn't know where I was going. And, you know, the family is well known. So oh, I can't really wow. get on any bus and say I need guidance because oh. I'm not, you know. So it was like, you know, when even out there, I, would ex- I was even expecting him to, you know, even call something like that, you know. Wow. When it did call, it was, you know, for his family-related stuff. So, you know, to me, it was like, you know, you were, you were in my mind, in his mind to me, at least, it was like, you know, your worth was that um, worthless to me that I wouldn't even just, you know, let you be mm-hmm. and not care for you. But I had to instill this sense of, you know, I still have marks on my back, you know, wow. from, you know, I have friends and. For example, like, you know, um, I was I was um I was watching this Power 106 video, Tracy Mills, you know, and you know, he was talking about how he went through abuse with like, you know, his dad and stuff like that. And, you know, when you had parents from the South at that time, their sense of instilling discipline was with the wire and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. You know. I went through, you know, like Lily hands, um, your t- hands being tied to a rope, Lily on a bar and hot coal mm. under your legs. No. <laughs> those are the type of things that I went through that people don't know and you know people look at me today as this figure and doing all this stuff but they don't really know like this is probably like the first time I've been talking about stuff like this mm. you know people don't really know that they just know the story of you know being in West Africa being somewhere I completely you know um, had no uh, formal notice I was going to or you know any consent really um, but yeah they don't really know all that Wow, so, man. you know, if we kind of pan to what happens after I come back, yeah, then I look at it as a blessing, really. Mm. I saw two sides of the story. You know, my granddad, um, he passed away two years ago, but he always told me not to look at that and seek for vengeance mm-hmm. or not to look at that and even seek for pity or mm-hmm. seek for, you know, yeah, vengeance and all that. He said, sure. look at it as a blessing, you know, even though you went through that. You're a vessel for humanity. You're here to do, you know, you're you're just here to do God's work. You're here to do something great. And so, you know, coming back, I had that in my mind. I Then I just wanted an uh, impact. You know, I just knew I always wanted impact. I didn't know where to start. I was just you, this you geeky. You wanted to impact. Correct. I was this geeky nerd. Now, mind you, when I even went out there, you know, growing up here, you know, I grew up at a time where, you know, being a nerd wasn't. The cool yeah. thing. You was know? school and, and education and just like that creative realm a refuge for you growing up? Like feeling this type of way in this family, but also like a, like attaching to what was the, was the studies and just like the possibilities of the world, what kind of took you out of that element? Was that just like your freedom as a kid? Yeah. You know, um, tech was my freedom. You know, um, how'd that come about for you? Like, what it was, it was, it's just there, it's in my code. You know, it's literally, <laughs> I, uh, I am code, it's literally <laughs> yeah, in my DNA. You. Like, literally, you know, anything, even being around text, just it helps. It was me. just birthed in this yeah. world and activated, yeah, activated by default. Yeah, you know, it, it was like by default, it was like a prefab. Mm-hmm. You know, you build a character in GTA, and that's what comes with them. Yeah. It was like that. So, you know, even coming back and then wanting to impact and do so much and not know where to start. Then summer 2008, which is like kind of the time I get back, mm-hmm. you know, my accent even changed a little bit. Wow. Yeah. 
you know, um, wow. <laughs> get back. And Steve Jobs drops the first iPhone. And I remember it was a podcast, listening to the podcast. Mm. And, you know, him talking about it's the first time where regular people can make regular apps for regular people. Being inspired by that and listening to the verbal cues he was given, which is learn this new programming language called Objective-C. Mm-hmm. You know, and so going to the library, not finding any Objective-C books, you know, because I grew up, you know, in Torrance. I grew up in parts of Compton, like different parts. I wouldn't mm-hmm. see things like that. You know, so I would go to the library and reference to a section I, 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 I dubbed as the dusty section. <laughs> I had the best books. <laughs> Nobody wanted, you know, so. I just started going to the library, reading on Java, C Sharp, Python, no, like all these wow. programming languages accumulating. I did that for about a year and a half. Just and deep it, into coding. And just deep, not even practicing, just learning. Oh, I mean, learning. I grew up at a time where there was nothing like coding classes. Yeah. U Academy didn't work. For you sure. know, Khan yeah. Academy wasn't there. Yeah. You know, nobody could teach you. App development was like a new thing. Yeah. No In mobile application development was a new thing. So, you know... um, I remember one time, you know, so so uh, let me like kind of go back Absolutely. Uh, just a little bit. Go very you know, back. I, I said something about, you know, growing up and being a nerd and not really having a sense of people understanding you. So, me, I mean, I always had people, I always had friends, but I couldn't relate to people. Yeah. And when I can't relate to people, I would rather have no friends than people that I completely had to be fake around. Mm. You know, so seeing that as early as elementary school, and then even going to a third world country and seeing the kids around there and not being able to relate to them even worse, yeah. it just kind of isolated me from all of that. Uh-huh. So, you know, coming back and then, you know, also it was like you're on both sides of the spectrum and, you know, you're not liked. Mm-hmm. And even out here, it was like for the black kids, I was too white. For the black kids, I was too black. I mean, yeah. for the white kids, I was too black, you yeah. know, but in a sense of just intellectual ability to understand things, you know, I would be with my friends and start talking about things like, you know, I mean, look, space it's, it's crazy or, that even like intellect has no, you know, color, no discriminator, uh, it, it, it's non-discriminate, but it really like puts a fear in people, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> that in and of itself is really questioning the essence or value of a man at a certain point, right? Like Correct. It, 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 you, you can't. You can't really battle with reason somebody that's that that can't reason. Yeah. So you know, um, even like, you know, seeing what Steve brought out, and then saying, you know, I want to build on that. Going to the library, reading all those Java books on two accounts. You know, um, I remember going to the library and I was reading a book on Java. It was a dummies book. You know, a book for uh, dummies. Yeah. Sure. Reading on Java, literally just sitting in the back reading this book, and this kid came up to me. He literally snatched a book out of my hand, looks at it, and he goes, you shouldn't be reading this. I'm like, wait, what, what do you mean? He goes, you, don't, you can't understand this. It's not for your people. Wow. <laughs> How old are you right now? Um, now? No, 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 at this point. Mm, like 12, 13. <laughs> you know, so literally being beat down and then going home and not being understood. And my mom, my mom is like my biggest supporter. It's just my mom never had enough to you know be there how so you know um my mom she she um she was basically a stay-at-home mom yeah you know so she wouldn't really um she was kind of codependent on 
you know, my dad. So, you know, it was like to to, to have a, a grown woman, you know, be given allowance. Yeah. You know, it's like, toxic, man. It's toxic. So, you know, she would take that. And I remember, you know, I, I like, you know, half brothers and, you know, they would get like the newest games and stuff. And they would like, ah, we got the newest games. And my mom would run a Walmart and get me that new Nintendo DS. Wow. And give me that new PS4. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm PSP. My mom believed in me to the core. Wow. And she still believes in me to the Your core. Your mother's son. Yeah. My mom is like my biggest. She's my heart. Absolutely. You know, and so, um, yeah, my mom's like always been there. So, you know, even seeing things like that and telling my mom, you know, she would just be like, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. People understand it, you know. Can I ask you something? What was that conversation with your mother when you got back? <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know, it was a very, very um, intense conversation. You know, I had all this resentment. I didn't want to hear it from nobody. For sure. Yeah. From no one. I didn't care. You know, I, I, it was just this, like, how how could you even let that happen? Yeah. You know, um, to your only male child. <sighs> you know, because my, my mom had two um, kids before she met my dad, and my dad had two before he met my mom. Oh, and then together wow. they had three, including me, so four. Mm. But I'm the only male child. And so, you know, in our culture, having a male child is, like, really important. Yeah. Right? You're the and next in line. Correct. And so, um, you know, it was like, how could you even let that happen? So, you know, whatever me and my mom had was kind of uh, just like a little bit. It was, you know, it was kind of messed Absolutely. up just a little bit. But, yeah. you know, we, me and my mom are, like, best friends. No, for so, sure. So, you know, we, 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 like, got over it. And then, you know, we we worked around that. Um, you know, I did visit there again, but I stayed on my mom's side. <laughs> thank god yeah thank every ounce of every energy being in this world you did that and on my mom's side you know lavish treat like a prince all this so go. it's even funny to go through <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go yeah. two Yo, different sides two different you went from coming to america to going to ghana you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean like For real <laughs> backwards yeah. you know we're working backwards you know prince it, idris this <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> but then it was just so amazing because you get to experience something you get to experience equilibrium you get Ooh, to experience yes. a duality absolutely of being on both sides and those are it's crazy such a harsh duality mm. and at such a young age so you, you know, know the the du- <laughs> the duality of you know having being having been in the worst scenario one could think of yeah. and then also being on you know another scenario most wouldn't even have access to was very interesting so when i came back you know even critically analyzing problems was different for me yeah. so i was born with the innate ability to infuse technology with anything but i experienced i didn't learn i experienced ability to critically analyze mm. right so when i think of a problem most of my problems revolve around my deep problems are those third world country problems. You know, American problems are are their own problems itself. Most most problems are American problems. Yeah. You know, my water was too cold. You know, my chicken was too cold. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> my Wi-Fi is slow. It's, it's working, but it's slow. Yeah, 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 you know, um, that was, that was incredible, by the way. He, 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 he dropped the bomb on it. 
<laughs> you know, but we all do it. You know, it's yeah. innate to Absolutely. because of rapid expansion. We all do it. I do it. You know, yeah. I got to work late. I was in a car, but I got to work late. Mm-hmm. And people had to work walk miles. And I've seen this. I've carried a bucket over my head just to go bath myself for like <coughs> half a mile. <coughs> wow. That puts shit into perspective. And cold Very water, cool. by the way. Wow. Very you know, and I've been through that. It's not I've seen kids. I've personally been in those yeah, shoes. Yeah, for sure. And if I could honestly go back and change it, I wouldn't for anything. Absolutely. I, I feel like I had to go to it to understand You know what's it. crazy? That That's one of those situations that really could break a human being. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of who you are, like going through that kind of trauma <clears throat> at such a young age. And it's it, it's wild because like shout out to just the energy of the world. Like whatever God anybody believes in or whatever, let's just... Keep it at just the world itself in which you are this type of person. Your mind thinks this type of way. Your being is is built a certain way in which you're able to compartmentalize that into an experience, right? But also be able to see the outlook and, and your wants to give as far deeper and far more meaningful than that. You're able to process it as an experience and also keep it within you. Not to say that you brush it off, but not many people can internalize it and utilize it mm. for growth. Absolutely. Like that really becomes a big weight. Like whatever the trauma is, but that in and of itself, like another country by one's own father, it becomes really suspect. Then it's just you're left. Mm. And then where's everybody else? What's all this going on? And then experiencing that, right? And finally, like un- the timing. Who could? What if you weren't singing Gold Digger? Yeah. Would you have kicked that rock? Yeah. So that's the crazy thing. So you know, it's all about you know alternative realities. If you if you or uh, you know infinite perspectives Mm -hmm. you know it's like every single moment and this when you start going in like quantum mechanics and everything every single moment of every second of every nanosecond is executed in a parallel universe (sighs) you know i'm looking at you right now yeah and looking at you is causing me to speak a certain way but if i turned and i had seen george doing something else whatever i did after that would change the whole direction Absolutely. of this conversation mm. for eternity. Absolutely. Because then I would go home at a certain time that I would have went 30 seconds earlier. And had I went 30 seconds earlier, I would have probably hit a car and this would happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Absolutely. Every second, yeah. of every single moment mm-hmm. is executed in another universe. Wow. You know, just to wrap it, yourself it, like, around. It, yeah. I, I digest that <laughs> and I <laughs> feel it, yeah. it, it. But it's just like thinking about the magnitude of that. It's just mind-boggling. Infinite universes, essentially. Yeah. For real. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's really mind-boggling. But then, you know, so, you know, I started learning Java and all these things. And, you know, I think I left off where, you know, the kid um, snatches the article yeah. out of my hand. I yeah. beat his ass. Oh, really? You, you got know, started fighting. Twice. I feel that. Twice. Yeah. When he came back? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like, oh, yeah, there's Jim. Some, there's some kids that, that you know. be circling Barnes and Nobles like, all the time. So, I had to like. And it was like almost like the same scenario. It's like, bro, like, that didn't hurt. Wow. You didn't learn your lesson. You was know. he your age, older? Like, no, what? he was a little bit older. But, you know, I'm like. The confidence of that, you man. Know, you know what I mean? To be beat down twice. Mama didn't raise no punch. <laughs> for real. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot of people, and especially techies, they, they don't know how to stand up for themselves. That's that's the thing too is like thinking about how much trauma you went through and like 
also being instilled the things that your father told you and the things you experienced, it's kind of crazy that you didn't um, go that alternate route of not believing in yourself or actually believing those things. And that could damage a kid for the worst. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. There's so many kids. I mean, there's so many adults that can't even push through those things. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there were times where I felt, you know, um, worthless, like complete, like the worst possible degrading form a human being can be, like the lowest point, you know, where you felt like less than an atom. Well, if your parents, if the people who brought you into this world are telling you this is what you are and showing Correct. you and acting I would on it. A parent. You a know, parent. my mom was always yeah. there. Yeah. You know, um, very supportive. You know, it's the other, it's the other yeah. one. Yeah. You know, when your father. Yeah. When you the, even, you know, look at scenarios like, you know, if you don't do this a certain way, for sure. you know, you'll never get love from me and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, later realizing things like even now. See, the thing is my mom always, she always, I have my mom's heart. You know, she always believes in people. She believes people can come around. Absolutely. You know, so even now, you know, um, turns out that for a while he had been um, essentially having an affair mm. with someone out there wow. and had been married to that person. And she recently found that out, <sighs> you know, so it's like so many different things that are like, you know, countless times. It's like, you know, nobody even likes him. <laughs> you know, it's like mm. I have three younger sisters that are already talking. You know, it's like. At one po- at what point do you turn around and realize, or even think, could I do something better or change? What was that time for you? For me, that was um, in terms of like when. What did you have those talks with yourself of like, I'm not worthless. I can do this. Like mm. some that kid could have not gone to the library mm. and studied those books because why the fuck you're not mm. you're worthless. It doesn't matter. You can't do shit anyway if you did that. You know those thoughts can get in your mind. What. Why no, didn't definitely. They? Like, or if they, they did, how'd you battle through that? They did, you know. But I mean, like I said, it was a, it was it's a higher calling. Mm. So even randomly, you know, being aligned with the right frequencies and the right people, you know, like one of my teachers, Miss Garcia from elementary, you know, who would shout tell me, yeah, you know, shout out to Miss Garcia who would tell me, you know, we would always, you know, she was our science teacher and she would teach about neurons and all these things, and I still remember. I was talking about, you know, dendrites and everything. And she says, you know, you're, you're a very special person. Mm. You know, know that like you, you have a purpose, mm. you know, so all those things. And it always was the same message. Always. I could literally do the simplest thing and I would get you have a purpose, purpose. or you're, 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 you just have this frequency like you're here to do something, you know. So going through, you know, all that. And learning programming, and then the year after that, when I was thirteen, applying for um, Raytheon, um, you know, what do you I, mean, I, thirteen I applying for Raytheon. What, what, what'd you apply for? An internship, and I actually got a job <laughs> at thirteen at Raytheon. At Raytheon, and I'm um, then right after that, um, I was being bar mitzvah. <laughs> He's so working that, at Raytheon. <laughs> you know, it was, just, it was just accumulation of. Um, knowledge and realizing like we've been held back you know that kid that came up to me in the library it didn't make me as much as I just wanted to punch him in the face you know which I did of course you know um I realized something I was like hold up a second we're being held back on purpose you know we're we're being I'm and it's not a racial thing 
I mean, no. we're being academically, held academically, potentially, we're being, potentially, yeah. we're boxed in on purpose, and it's like, hold the fuck up. Yeah, I look around and nobody's thinking like me. Something's <laughs> fucking wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for real. I mean? And so, like, I was like, you know, I used to be frustrated with people not understanding me. I was that thirteen-year-old that would like, I don't want to learn because I already know quantum mechanics. <laughs> And try and explain it to like, don't worry about me. Focus on these yeah. other kids. They need it more than me. Absolutely. You know, and all this stuff. But applying for Raytheon, uh, internship at Raytheon, getting it the next year, winning the um, uh, Northrop Grumman um, Innovator <laughs> Award, and then designing jet propulsion systems. For Wait, Northrop take Grumman. us through the, the, these growths because so you came back. Jesus, rapid fire. I just feel like, you. Just and, and we got like incredible time to go but i want to really dive into like you were programmed to do this but like i really want to like kind of get into the intricacies of these synapses just firing off mm. right in that i brought the blueprints too so you know we could check them out after the blueprints would, and the bro, schematics i literally will dive in do <laughs> phelps fucking butterfly stroke god knows how we'll, 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 all through that mm. um but this mind, it's crazy because you, you were digesting and you weren't really applying, mm-hmm. right? But in your head, naturally, it's, it's coming to like that you just have a way of like seeing it really occur and, and, and really feeling the pulse of this information and where it, it, it's being taken. Um, take us through that path of just like digesting all that and w- kind of how the road to Raytheon and what that experience was like at that point. And then throughout these other few little endeavors that we just spoke on, like what that kind of growth and momentum was for you in those experiences. Yeah, you know, you know, back in um um you know, early like like middle school ish, you know, I, I met this dude named Ben and um he was actually working at Raytheon. And I always loved schematics. Like, I love mapping. It's a, even to this day. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's hyper-focused, but I kind of, you know, I, I have, I have, I have something that I, I know for sure, and I have something that I don't know what it is. So I have this condition called synesthesia. And synesthesia allows you, people have different forms of synesthesia. Okay. And it allows you to either, there's like different forms. You can either see color, you can taste color, you can, you know, smell color or whatever, I can see color. So, um, I mean, sorry, not see color. I can see sounds. I can see words. Um, so certain words trigger and register different with my body. Really? That's something that, like, I was actually diagnosed with. Like, synesthesia is a thing. Like, Pharrell has it. Kanye West has it. Picasso had it. Like, you know, people have it, mm-hmm. right? But there's different forms. There's grapheme color and, you know, so many different ones. Um, what is seeing sound? Uh, it's like... I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to explain. All right, so the way that it, it develops is yeah. it's early on in your age. When you see, when you don't even see an onion and you smell an onion, you know what that onion smells like. Yeah. Right? When you smell a flower, you might not know what exact flower it is, but you can smell it, right? Yeah. So the way it works is your senses map things out differently. And generally, it's like, it's, it's a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. Yeah. You know, they would consider like a... A di- something you're diagnosed with, but it's actually a positive thing. Yeah. Um. So just early on, for some people, and it's like it's a very small fraction of people, but um, 
your things are wired differently. So rather than, even though I would still smell an onion like an onion, a certain color would be associated with, like, for example, like yellow. Or if I said yellow, you would think like, it, if I told you I could, I, could, I could taste something, you would think that it was like a banana or something. But yellow actually tastes burnt. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. And so, like, I would often go to the art show and art galleries just to kind of ease off because I would see, like, multiple colors and stuff like that. And that's something, like, I have for sure. And I've been diagnosed, like, for diagnostics, they bring um, a whole bunch of scrambled letters um, with ones, twos, threes, fours, sixes all meshed together. And if you do have synesthesia, and that's how they know if you're lying or not. Um, if you do have synesthesia, you'll be able to distinguish all the numbers because you can see the ones and everything because it's registered with patterns in your body. So, you know, we could pull that up after. It's Off you top. Want, like you're you taking me it. through a wonderland right Jeez. now. And so, um, yeah, that's something I know I have for sure. And then something else is just, and that's why I'm trying to say it's like encoded in my body. I always look at 3D objects and slices. What do you mean? So any, any object I look at, anything, I do, it's in slices. So I know that this is basically a whole bunch of two-dimensional <laughs> squares stacked. Like I literally can like visualize wow. it. I'm literally so, trying to like. I'm, slices. No, but I'm looking at this visualizing these slices. Everything, like your head. You're I'm in the matrix. You're in the matrix. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. Shout out to my head being in slices. <laughs> We're looking at slices of pizza right now. And this dude is just looking at boxes. I, I honestly want to know what the slices it's, look like <laughs> when you hit one of these. You're just rocking with it. Like is it fluid with that? No, if you think about it i mean that's the basis of um <laughs> you, feel me? You, you think of a 3d printer absolutely any three-dimensional object can be divided in slices every th anything that has depth can be divided in slices yeah so this it's basically if you really think about it it's a whole bunch of circles i'm literally gonna like you've others. shifted my paradigm i hope you understand that like i'm <laughs> but it's literally circles it's like Yo, somebody that watches what the health once and becomes a <laughs> vegan for a week <laughs> <laughs> for the next week I'm about to be looking at things deliberately being like see these in slices B what you doing everything you is in slices I'm gonna look at this teddy bear like these two dimensional stacks are just wilding with me with your furry ass so you know I remember being on the freeway um, you know I actually I actually got in a car accident once but um, you know um, as I'm even on the freeway like every single vehicle is in slices <laughs> like, you know it's like perpetually like literally, like everything can you, is in can slices. You solidify I solidify them up, or I can, I can, I can, like literally, like I'm so used to it that it's like it's, a, it's. I don't even, I don't even like synergy and all. I don't even talk about it. Like, yeah, you know, because it's like it's, so, it's just something like you just have, everything can be divided in slices and things can be broken down like this. You know that yes, it's 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 can be yes folded out flat and then you have basically this and then you know for example this is literally a square and a, rec a rectangle. I mean a circle and a rectangle. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You have your circle. No, you're right. And then you have your rectangle. Off top. And then I'm, I mean, we're right there. So synesthesia like, or not synesthesia, I feel No, that, that's not synesthesia. No, I know that's that. Just I'm like, just saying like the know. way. Yeah. Sense definitions, like it's crazy. Like everybody is programmed different. Yeah. And everyone, you know, people like, man, I wish I had that trust. No, you don't. No. <laughs> it's, I haven't even fully like even understood how it works. What's, the, what's really low key annoying. giving me like an anxiety attack? Is that a burden on the mind or is it something um, that you get used to? Well, you know, I, I've been told like, you know, by doctors and stuff that it's, it's something that you need to just compensate with sleep. And I don't sleep a lot. Oh, with sleep. Yeah, I don't, I don't sleep. Like, I don't have insomnia. It's just the way my mind works. I'm sleeping. I get, I get tired of sleeping. And I wow. have to wake up and I have to create. Like, you know, you know, like I have to, I'm constantly up. You know, I have to create. I have to come up with new ideas. Like, I come up with like, and I like just blueprint it out 
every yeah. single time, you know. Um, I just have to wake up. You know, I, I take naps, like hour naps. Wow. You know, like three, four a day. And I just have to like, I just have to push and push. And people are like, you're stressing yourself out. And it's like, well, yeah, I feel it. But I can't, I can't help myself. Yeah, like, if you no stopped, it'd be more of a burden on you than and if you And then it's didn't. like, you know, you think of a brain. And a, uh, a brain is a combination of essentially like a CPU and a GPU, right? With a computer, you have your central processing unit and you have your gra- uh, graphics processing unit. So whenever you're doing basic things like Microsoft Word or anything, you're going to use most CPU. But if you're rendering a video, you're going to use your GPU. Mm. And that's when your computer starts getting hot, right? Yeah. Mm. So usually, yeah, so usually it's you use both CPU and GPU. Right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm like, really? So, <laughs> so you think of a CPU and a GPU, right? The way that most minds work is you have your CPU, and your CPU does most of the things. That's why we, 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 ju- we, we just simply think of things simply and not in death, right? Mm. But then when you look in death, you're using your GPU now. Your video card. Absolutely. Right? You're thinking in death, and that puts stress. You literally feel like, oh, that's why, I for example. Know what the, I, w- I want to know what the body is. For example, is. if I asked you, like, what's two times two? Four. And you said four. That was instant. That's like your RAM literally yeah. reserving and allocating that memory, saying, okay, instant. So you did use your GPU and your CPU combined. Nice. But it was for a split second. I feel there we you. Go. But if I say two times two divided by nine times this equals this, blah, blah, blah. You... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally like the equivalent of a GPU. Or if I told you to do uh, or anything render, which would be like the equivalent of a render, um, render involved task. Yeah. So, for example, rendering a video, the equivalent of that would be me telling you to paint the uh, the uh, paint the mural right now, right right now. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. That's 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 a heavy load Ball and get it down do in an hour. Lie down You'd literally be stressed Sistine out. Chapel. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, like the Sistine Chapel, you know. But the way my wire works is my CPU and my GPU is on a constant. Steroids. You know, you've probably heard of um, overclocking with computing. No. So it's like your what computer. Your computer. Definitely not. No. What is that? Okay. So basically, overclocking is when a computer operates at. A higher, uh, a higher level that it wasn't, or a higher gigahertz that it wasn't intended to, right? Some computers do it by default, and yeah. some computers like, like motherfuckers tweak this shit, right? <laughs> I feel you. So they got the hop, skip, and the wiggle in them. For example, like your Mac, you have a this is a pro, right? He has yeah. a MacBook Pro. It's a 13 inch. I'm guessing. I honestly am self conscious about the diagnosis of the computer. Like, God, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure it has like a 3.1 gigahertz or something like that, right? For example, yeah. yeah. But you can over. Apple like lets you overclock it to 3.5 gigahertz when it needs more speed. Yeah, it's like Fast and Furious where you put the little Correct. jet propeller. Just Correct. Nitrous. 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 Yes. The nitrous. It's, there you go. It's there the equivalent go. of nitrous. There yes. you go. That's the perfect analogy Diesel, right there. Let's go. Rashi Toretto over here, bro. The way my mind works <laughs> is it's constantly on nitrous. Constantly, constantly on nitrous. Wow. So. If you like, it could literally drive you crazy. There was literally times where I was, I literally just wanted to become like nothing. Like I just wanted to like fade, like literally wow. sink. You know, not to the sunken. Sink, <laughs> to the like, sunken place. <laughs> not there, 
But I, <laughs> not there, not there. But I wanted to sink. Like I literally was going there. She's like, no. You know, times where you would just want to sink because it's like it's on constant. But it's not, you know. Did Did you have this as a a little kid? Yeah, I've always had. So when when did you? Oh my! So you've always had it, but when did you identify this as as like when did you become conscious of aware of this? When I turn um like nine, then the slicing shit happened. It came out and I literally woke like I I I put. <laughs> so you I, started experiencing slices in Ghana first. Yeah. Like it was I don't know it's it's probably it's probably um unlocking another potential it's probably a, a rare condition I was born with or whatever I don't even know if they have a diagnostic for this but I experienced things in slices like the third the third dimension to me is like it's literally like most people third dimension is XYZ you know, like X, Y, Z, yeah. you know, which is like, I feel you. You know, I saw X, Y, Z one way. And you just showed no, no, me. This, this is X, right? Yeah. This is your no, X off plane. top. Yeah. Y plane. And anything with death or mass. You yeah. Know? They say, um, what, what's the way, do you guys know the only way to know if you're real? No. And to know if an object is real or not is if it has a shadow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how you can, you know, even experience that you're real. Um, any object which has a shadow is real. You know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thank God uh, the shadows are around. Well, or right. mass, you know. Amongst right. us. Um, not, not in a literal sense, <coughs> of course. But yeah, so, you know, then, you know, Raytheon and then Northrop Grumman proceeding. And then I'm applying to Google. Um, when I was, what was that experience like in Raytheon? Like, cause like, w- did you feel that you were equal? Did you feel that you were just learning and soaking so much? No, no, going? I didn't. I didn't feel like I was equal at, at all. You know, one, um, I was a young kid that was like, and that's always been my thing. You know, my advantage and my biggest advantage and disadvantage is my age. You know, so <laughs> when I sit down and I tell people when I'm 15 years old and I'm saying. Solar technology is the fucking future. And people look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And then solar comes and passes and it's the new thing. And I sit down and I say, we need to find a new renewable source of energy. And I say, we have solar and now we can apply that to electric vehicles even before Tesla did this shit. And I'm like, yo, I've read the Nikola Tesla shit before Tesla (coughs) even started working on that shit. Wow. And I'm like, listen to me. And they go, no. And then... It passes, and then I start to see a new way of the way people interact. And while everybody, this is crazy, while everybody was hacking MySpace, right? Everybody was like uh, on MySpace. You know, everybody did it. Yeah, we was all modifying the code to make our page look. We were pimping. Yeah. We I was going to. Uh, yeah, you know, people was going to pimp my MySpace.com yeah. or something like that. Yeah. The Straight up, MySpace so, wall, wall that's swag. Who? Yeah. And people were thinking about that. I already saw social media coming in. I could see the evolution of where it was going. And then VR comes in and AR. And I've been on this way for like 10 years. But like VR and AR is like, it's like, it's only logical. You know, To I mean, I understand VR is going to die, but AR is going to live. MR, which is mixed reality, is the future. But even looking at like artificial intelligence being the new thing. Mm. And I'm telling and I'm pounding it in people's head. That's the new thing. That's the new thing. And again, they're looking at me like a kid. 
But then when I create some innovative technology and shit, then it's like, oh shit. <laughs> He's actually applying. You know, but when I sit down, like people don't understand, I'm the only person that's probably 20 that can sit down in a studio with Nipsey Hussle and, you know, blow trees. But at the same time, sit down with Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, and talk about patenting mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's nobody that does that. No. And people underestimate the value of people that can do that. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, you know, I'm mean, a Raytheon. I didn't feel like I was an equal. I felt like I was, a, you know, <laughs> a prequel. <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> and, and I felt like <laughs> no equal. <laughs> I felt like I was like a... They were like, they looked at you like you were so... And prequel, in a sense, I mean, prequel is something that proceeds before anything, right? <laughs> you know, they, they looked at you like... You know, it was just, you know, cause I'm not going to bash him or nothing like that. No, but. But, you know, it was like. It, but what, No, but what's it, even talk, like, what's it like in that environment? Because, look, there are very few yous in this world, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, there are change agents in this world. What's that, ex, what's that experience like? And what was that for you? Not only interacting and trying to, like, grab onto and gravitate towards everything you wanted, but having to deal with that blowback of that age. Mm. Yeah, you know, um, my whole thing, you know, is like, it's always been, you know, I always start off with my age. I used to, I used to not, you know, I would just, you know, let people, but then I realized like, no, just like let them know your age. But for example, like Raytheon, you know, sitting in a room full of adults that, design aerospace, you know, stuff all day, or they yep. design aerospace, essentially weaponry and stuff like that all day, but can't figure out some of the simplest problems and don't, and they look at you like, you know, when, you know, they marvel for a second and then it's like, okay, you know, we, we could, t- we could take it from here. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, especially with this generation, we're the most, we're the most dangerous generation. Because we're so, we're ticking time bombs. Elaborate on that. By ticking time bombs, I mean we are the most creative and by far the most intellectual generation. You know, and it's like people think that this generation, in reality, in actuality, we are losing a lot of things that we need. Just like yeah. an egg, you need nourishment from the mother hand. You need experience. Mm-hmm. You need discipline. You need all these things, which we don't have. So think of this raw power. Think of nuclear power without any control. Think of how dangerous that is. Yeah. You know, so it's like we're not learning how to communicate as we should. We're not learning how to interact as we should. We're not learning how to be instilled with discipline and how to even instill discipline among our peers as we should. You know, so when I go, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bashing Ugly God or nothing, but when I go on Tidal and I'm listening to music and I see, for example, Tidal, and I used to, uh, I used to be, um, you know, Boys and Girls Club Youth of the Year. Mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Club is also, you know, was very important and critical in just my personal life. And going there and mentors telling me like, "Yo, you could do this, you could do this," and you know, leading me up to Got other it. things. But how know, old were you when you started going um, to the Boys and Girls Club? Uh, it was a little after I started my Raytheon, so like fourteen. I oh, think. so you were like a teenager at that time. Yeah, like really, really young. And the Boys and Girls Club, like without question, without doubt, helped me. But, you know, even realizing like his new album is like, you look at the track list. I don't know if you've even seen it. No. And it's like, you know, I'm just trying to fuck, like 
fuck your this, fuck your that, blah, blah, blah. And even the lyrics. And then this what like, it's cool. People love to listen to that. It's yeah. okay. I went to the Boys and Girls Club. And, you know, there was this kid. Uh, I'm not going to say his name or nothing like that. But yeah. there was this kid sitting right in front of the Boys and Girls Club. <coughs> and banging Ugly God right in front of the Boys and Girls Club. And it was a kid there. And he literally repeated, like, in one of the songs, he's literally like... First I, f- first I fuck your mom Then your girl give me top Or some shit like that mm-hmm. And then I like Literally stopped And He probably repeated that chorus Like 16 times I was so. like Bro like What are you doing bro Yeah Like what are you And he goes What do you mean what are you? I'm like You don't see what's happening I was like You got a sister He's like Yeah I got a sister I was like That dude is talking about Fucking your sister <laughs> You got a mom He's like yeah like where your mom live at? You like she live right here? I was like, he talking about coming to your house. Yeah. And your mom getting the top, and you okay with that? And For saying real that though, yeah. like you're legit okay with that. What would he say? And he was just laughing, and I was like, see, you think I'm funny? I know how these things work. Absolutely, I sit in those meetings. You know what I mean? For real, that? I sit in those meetings. I know what's happening. Like I see the direction. I know what's happening. Like you know, for you to even sit down and be repeating these things, it's like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't know if he's, you know, he probably watched this and he was like, oh, shit, you know, but it's like, man, you got so much potential. Mm. Fuck potential. Fuck potential. Fuck that word. You have a high ability to influence, impact. You could be the next Steve Jobs. Fuck Steve Jobs. You could be the next you. You could be, exactly. You know. You're damn right. And it's like. I realize, especially with my generation, it's like they 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 listen more, you know, to things I say because they're they're culturally in tune. You know, there's never been a techie or none of that, or someone that's been on the tech side that understood the culture fully. Yeah, you had people that understood. Like for example, <laughs> hip hop was built off of the likes of Grandmaster Flash and yeah. DJ Coherc. You know, these people took an existing technology and found a way how to control it differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And they sparked a whole generation. Yeah. Right? But they they understood a snippet. See, they understood how to control existing technology. We're at the forefront. What I do is I create technology. So we have this analogy of technology, right? We're all second owners to software. Do you know how big of a problem that is? We have a whole industry wow. built off of second ownership. And people don't understand it. So second ownership is this. Second ownership is Uber, right, being a billion-dollar industry and expanding on being a billion-dollar industry, (laughs) right? So what does that mean, right? Mm -hmm. Snapchat, a billion-dollar industry, expanding on being a billion-dollar industry. People creating things as a product of these billion-dollar industries, now falling into third ownership Mm, and then fourth ownership and stuff. So Mm. what the fuck is the first owner? Who's the first owner? Mm-hmm. Apple's your first owner. Google's your first owner. Right. Snapchat's uh, uh, Uber's eva- uh, evaluation, I don't know, but I know they're in the Bs. Mm-hmm. Snapchat's yeah. evaluation, I don't know. I mean, everyone, you know, got their stock and left, but it's in the Bs. Mm-hmm. Twitter's in the Bs. They're all in the Bs, right? Apple shuts down tomorrow. What happens? You lose every fucking thing because you built your platform off of a singular off of a singular cellular device yeah and they 
have the operating system. We have three major operating systems. Android, iOS, Windows Mobile. Mm. Windows Mobile fucking sucks. We all know that <laughs> shit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave I, I, it. I mean for real. I'm a, a, let's be real. I'm for not, real. I'm not bashing y'all. No. I love you know, hey. Bill, if you want to like me and donate some money, like we always taking some shit from my nonprofit <laughs> called Able, but I'm being real with you, brother. I'm keeping it real. Like, <laughs> Bill, talk to him though. Bill. For real. You know what I mean? For real. Come donate a bill instead of Bill. That shit. For real. You know, but I think of the platforms and I'm like, we have two operating systems. And I think about for myself, I'm like, you know what? While all y'all DMing me about build an app, how about we build an operating system? Why aren't we thinking about that? You know, we're like, we're so quick to build these industries that are literally shoestring corporations. Mm, literally, the if the line is cut, that, bro. like people don't understand well, that. Why do you, it's like why, going why, into the depth of why, the matrix. No one will tell you this either. Why, why do you think that, though? Why do, you, why do you think that's the majority? That's a conversation with the architect. See, he, here's the problem, Straight right? No, like, do you think it's a, a generational thing or do you think it's like, well, yeah, where do you think it stems from? The problem is... Nobody wanting to focus on the billion-dollar industries, but people wanting to make a billion dollars, right? The problem is... No, we're done. The podcast <laughs> over. Right, y'all got that? Did y'all take that note? Okay, we're done. <laughs> the problem is false information. The problem is people being held from the truth, especially in tech. And that's... You ask somebody, why don't we have more operating systems, right? Then they bring up things like operating systems are are very difficult to build and stuff like that. Then how the fuck did y'all build iOS? It had to start somewhere. You can acquire your base. Oh, well, if we develop an operating system, people won't develop on them. If we inspire a whole generation, for example, I'm I'm going, uh, for example, uh, the minorities, right? Let's just take... Latinos, blacks, right? Mm. We say, y'all, I'm building a new operating system. I'm going to come in the hood and I'm going to educate y'all on how to build artificial intelligence, how to build machine learning equipped and uh, things, how to build in, uh, Internet of Things equipped technology, all these things. Mm. And I say, yo, I'm creating an operating system. I'm going to create the operating system. Y'all just learn all these things and let's bring that knowledge in here. Mm-hmm. You think they wouldn't all drop Apple? For real. They all wouldn't drop Android. They would do that in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? But it's like people aren't being exposed to these things. And it's like I'm not here to say, yo, um, I've been working on my own operating system for five years. Wow. I've been working on my own artificial intelligence platform. And that's what I mean by the – and I'm saying this, you know, for the sake of the podcast. Absolutely. You know, but – my biggest thing is my age. And it's like working to my advantage. So it's like keep looking at me as that kid. You know, watch me pass you. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Yeah. You know, you th- you. I but sit it, down. It has to be at a point now, Correct. right? In which where the culture is driven also on the power of the youth. Like that's being said. Naturally, we know this. Like it's like what, what's that point where it just switches and youth becomes an asset as opposed to a detriment? Mm-hmm. But it has to be at a point now where that is hands down advantageous. Mm-hmm. And up to, and up to you to really, I guess, choose mm. who are the brilliant minds that you look up to that are going to be in your universe. Correct. You, will. you know, studies show, right? You know, fuck, fuck the studies. Just the way people work, right? 
you're more prone you're more prone by nature to be influenced by someone that looks like you rather than someone that you can identify with mm-hmm. that's just the way life is there's three people actually four people there's four people that have like really really you know i have inspirational people and then i have role models or whatever my inspirational people steve jobs nikola tesla walt disney kanye west those are my four right but now you think of think you think of things like this my biggest role model in the history of all my role models is tony stark wow iron man yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. dude yeah. like that's my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. Iron Man is my dude. You know, and it's like. <laughs> what is it about Iron Man for you? He he was <coughs> he was an innovator. Pure innovation that fully executed every single thing. He made something from nothing each time. Mm. The whole, ba- the, the most remarkable thing I find of Iron Man is he was in a position I was in of nothing. And what did he do? The, do you realize that the whole series or the whole movie trilogy or whatever of Iron Man was built off of necessity? How so? The first suit he built, right? The first thing he built was when he was in that cave and he was captured. Yeah. That was coming from a sense of necessity. We as humans, we create the best and we function the best under pressure. Yeah, absolutely. He was under pressure at his lowest point. Literally, if you don't finish this, you get in your head popped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Captured by, you know, I, I don't know what they were. Fuck fight or flight. This is life or death right here. Yeah. And what did he do? Scrap materials created. You know, and even though it, it, it's, it's not real. It inspires me more than anything that's real. Absolutely. Mm. It's limitless. It's limitless. Yeah. It, it, it convinces me that things are limitless. There's, the, sky isn't the, the sky isn't the highest point. When we look up to the sky and we, we see eons. Eons. You know, we don't even see Fact. like, fuck the stars, man. We look, in, we look at the sky. We see beyond what our eyes can even, you know, to put things into perspective. There is different kinds of light. That device that I designed, yeah. I actually designed that device. And you know, I came up with it. Remember I told you, to kind of go back. And I haven't even given my full story yet, right? Yeah. But to kind of go back to what I was saying before about synesthesia and like all these things, mm-hmm. right? Remember I said, I used to always look at remotes. Yeah. And I would like realize when yep. you pressed it, it would blink and the TV would turn on and stuff. And I was like, yeah. what is this? That's infrared. That's infrared sensors. Mm-hmm. That's infrared. Infrared light is evident. Infrared light is here. Ultraviolet light is here right now. X-ray light is here. Yeah. Gamma is here right now. Yeah. We just can't see it. We can only see natural light mm-hmm. with our eyes. So all that stuff is around us. So even if you think about like untapped potential of things we can do as a civilization, it's like it's mind-boggling. But we're so, like I was saying before, we're so limited, you know, by so many things and it's like you know keep thinking i'm not intimidating keep thinking i won't change the world and watch me absolutely you know like that's it off top with that you know so it's like i sit down and with these you know with, with just anyone really um that's like creating stuff and then you walk in and you know 
you walk into a meeting and they look at you like the water boy. <laughs> and, you know, I know who I'm talking about, <laughs> you yeah. know, but you walk in a meeting and they look at you at a water boy. And by the end of the meeting, you know, you're respected as like the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're calling the board, making sure this wasn't a setup. You know what I mean? You know what Somebody I mean? getting replaced or what? And it's like you you sit down and you go to a library. See, I'm that person that I'll go to a library. Like last time I went with George and my other um, friend to the library. You know, we were t- we were loud. We were we were doing what teenagers we were doing what um what what the youth would do. We go to the library. We crack jokes. We have fun. You know, we read and we educate ourselves, but we have fun. Absolutely. It's a library. Yeah. You know, you could like go do what you want. But seeing the ignorance around. You know, people just looking at you, not saying words, and then turning back. And things like that, it's like, like, and, you know, I'm not even going to, like, mention, like, the lady and stuff like that, but it's like, your daughter is going to look up to me. Absolutely. Your son is going to look up to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so don't give us that look. For sure. <laughs> and For that, sure. that was it. So, That's like, fact. literally, looking at that, you know what I'm fact. talking about. He For knows real. what I'm talking about. For That's real. literally what yeah. I was looking at. Off top. And it's like, you know, because I've been in those positions, I've received scholarships. I received a $10,000 scholarship and from Nokia. And over the phone during that um, scholarship, it was a phone interview. And usually when I talk to people like that, I, don't, I never change the person I am. Yeah. There's a way of formulating your words, articulation, your diction becomes much stronger and stuff like that. And I've received scholarships and I've literally went to those things. And I've had like the, oh my God, like, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to sound racist or anything, but I expected you to be white. Yeah. I've had those scenarios. I've had those scenarios where I walked into a room and I was like, people didn't people thought you were like you know, I've seen that. And They're it's like, like, wait, are yeah. you a friend? Did, did you get uh, uh you know, Idris? Like it's it's happening. I've I've uh I, is Idris at, here? And, and that is fucking racist, yeah. by the way. And I'm like it is hella fucking racist, <laughs> yeah. no, by no, the way. Like, I mean, clearly, what I yeah. realize about a lot of people when they say anything like I'm not right. Or before I say this, that's yeah. the most racist shit you Look, ever heard I'm in your life. I'm not trying to be racist, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's like you know, um, right. what the fuck are you trying to be then? Right, you know, like I'm like, yeah. I'm a utopianist. Yeah, that's what I am. I'm a humanist. Like that's all I believe in. Like I'm not a, I'm not a feminist. I'm not a this. I'm, I'm a humanist. Absolutely, yeah. I believe in we, humanity. We are. Um, yeah, we, you know what I mean. That's we, it. That's it. We are. We are. Yeah. Period. That's it. Put it away. <laughs> That's yeah. really what I be saying all the time. Yeah. We are. You know, in Hebrew, they have this um they have this um saying it's Eheye Ashar Eheye. And it literally means I am whatever I am. I am who I am. And it's in the Bible and it's in like so many yeah. different scriptures. It's like, you know, when I think it was Abraham went to go talk to God in, in biblical scriptures, he said I am who I am. Yeah. And that's what we are. We're an extension. We're all gods. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like- crazy in, in, <laughs> in the application of these things because yeah. a lot of it has to do with the way we're taught these things, mm. the way our minds are programmed mm. because of these things. Because it's like you look at scriptures like that or whether it's even just innovative minds bringing this conceptually to the light as well. It's like why would all of this hatred exist why would racism or racial bias exist if we just are Mm -hmm. what is the need for all of these social constructs we just are simply you know social constructions are the way of controlling people (coughs) absolutely social constructions form more things start putting people in more categories it's funny the very same people that create the same exact terms that cause conflict 
are the same people that are like, for example, like, why can't someone just be? Why do they have to be black? Why do they have to be white? Yeah. Why do they have to be Mexican? Why yeah. do they have to be Israeli? Why can't right. they just be? be. It's, a, it's all out of fear. And it's like so many, because it's like, we've seen it before. We've seen what happens. We, we saw what happened with Gandhi. Yeah. If you unite people, they're a powerful force. We saw what happened with King. You know, people like, that's what I tell people. Uh, we don't need a leader of this generation. We don't need another Malcolm X. We don't need another Dr. King. We don't need a leader. The people know how to be led. Yes. They don't want to be led. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you, it, there's a different, you just have to empower them to, to do it themselves. You know what I mean? And that's like my message. It's like, I don't speak in eyes. I speak in we's. Absolutely. We are the future. We are the new Palo Alto. Yes. That's my movement. Yeah. Well, and a real leader is creates more leaders. Correct. You know, honestly, like real, that's, that's true. And that's what I've been telling people all the time. Like my, my goal is to create other leaders. You know, yeah. I'm not here to say I'm here to I'm 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 the, I'm the black Jesus. I'm here to save everybody. <laughs> yeah. give everyone redemption. No, you know, but it's like, you know, some people see it. Some people see like, okay, this person is about to be one of the most powerful per, uh, people in the next ten years, and some people they doubt it. But I'm just here to see you not say like, you know. I mean, look, you can't control any of that. Correct. You're on your course. Correct. Those those people would be the same people in ten years that said, "Oh, uh, hey, yeah, it happened." We, hey, how are you? Yeah. It happened. You on your course, yeah. yeah. And that's literally what it is. It's a course, you know. Don't tell me. Don't speak of innovation to me. Don't you know? I would rather people tell me your work is innovative than claim it for yourself. Mm. Anyone that says they're humble isn't humble. <coughs> Humble is such a false concept yeah. to me. You know man. what I mean? Like, I, like I I'm gotta, humble. I'm like, humble. Humble to me is saying, look, I just feel really sensitive about how you, it, I'd come across to you. It's and already you're yeah. doing too much. Right, right. It's, it's like, look, if you're working at it, like, this is what I want. This is what I want to get. Humble is the work you put into it. That's humble. Correct. If you put the fucking time in Correct. and the blood, sweat, and tears, you're going to get it. That's humble. Correct. So I believe, like, you know, it's, it's funny. I even believe, like, if if you want to impact and change the world on a mass level, you shouldn't be calling yourself humble. What the fuck is what humble? What the fuck is humble? That is not a humble yeah. act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that that's is not a thing. humble task. And bro. that literally happens every single time. And it's like, I'm not bashing people that that tell me all the time because those people actually have like, you know, they say uh, they might not use the right word. Yeah. But I know what they mean. But it's like. When I when I sit down with someone and I tell and I show them all these technology and they're like, "Well, where are you going? Be humble. What are you trying to tell me? See, are you hum- trying to tell me to, to is one of those constructs, keep my bro. mouth shut when I should be demanding that things change? Yeah. Listen the fuck up. Listen the fuck up. But no. Oh, when you say that, yeah, you're you're not humble. Naturally, anymore. we find <laughs> ways to express it in which it's like fuck you. But now listen, Steve. So what I was saying, was, you know, <laughs> yeah, what I'm because saying? I mean, it- but <laughs> but. <laughs> it's such a that that's such a false social construct to me. That's just like saying black, Asian, this, that, humble. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Let's put humble in like the trophy category. Be humble. Fuck no. Yeah. Humble. As an innovator and impactor, like, you should not be humble. Yeah, it's just like that. You sensing the suppression of the academic system you were in. Mm. Like humble would have been like, well, let me just grow with these students. That's not humble, that's stripping you of all of your potential. 
humble these days is literally a stripping word. It's, For real, it's a, yeah. it's, 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 it, it demonetizes the meaning of being an innovator. <laughs> Steve Jobs isn't wasn't humble. No, Elon Musk isn't humble. No, like all, you, you, if you Yeezy want ain't Disney, humble. like. I mean, all Yeezy the grades, ain't humble, all the and that's what affects. I like, want to love myself as much as Kanye loves Kanye. Me. <laughs> like I haven't gotten there yet, but I want to love myself as much as Yeezy loves Yeezy. For yeah. real, and that's like people don't want. Like it's it's funny because in reality, a lot of people don't even love themselves. Facts, facts. You know, and yeah. that's like that's. But like you have big, to see. That's one of those things, and and for anybody listening, these things are not cut and dry. <clears throat> these things are experience, experience, tested, experienced again, gone through. Because like, loving oneself is a learning process. You know what I'm saying? Loving oneself is also a growth process of who one becomes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that love is literally fluid. Mm. That love is, like, ever-present and ever-changing. No, for sure. Like, like, our without, potentials are. You know what I'm saying? Without doubt. Like, you know, I had to come at a place where, you know, due to everything around, I wasn't at a place to love myself. I couldn't. I didn't even know how to. For sure, yeah. But then I overcame all that, you know, using everything and the boys and stuff, like, mentors and everything. And then I overcame that. So... You know, um, for people, you know, probably listening, they're like, you know, we want to, uh, like, to get the rest of the story. Because I left it's, them on a it's cliffhanger. It's all coming. This, like, you're literally in the waters. Yeah. And I'm talking about somewhere in fucking Montana where yeah. we're in a, in a damn kayak and some floaties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, I just, I just want to leave a mark. Yes. As a collective. Can you imagine if we switched be humble with be vulnerable? Hmm. Imagine that. I'm going to start using that. For real. No, not the term, but Off be vulnerable. I'm, I'm vulnerable. It's, insta- it's instantly like, legit. believing. No, for real, though. Because, like, imagine if that rhetoric, right, being vulnerable and saying, like, is, is expressing it this way. I've been working so hard at this concept. We've applied it here, here, and here. I've Time and time again, I've faced this obstacle where people are not believing this. It's past. We're ahead of it, but now I'm here. And now we're getting here. We make, we've made breakthroughs. That's being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need to be humble to that? That's saying, like, I've torn my heart out, right? And it's been dragging behind me, but my mind's still mm-hmm. going forward. And I'm picking up the fucking pieces, but we're here now. Mm-hmm. Does somebody need to not be that? Imagine just the, the the paradigm shift, right? And that's if the we problem. if we swap that, well, so yeah. It, so it's, it's crazy. It's almost not okay to be that though. Like, yeah. If you you instantly say be vulnerable and like you really like apply that concept, it's free, right? Instantly, it's a relief. Vulnerable like, is being oh, able shit. to look at yourself in the fucking mirror and smile to yourself. Like the only gratification. That's the problem. The we only... look for gratification in other people. That's especially yeah. my generation. It's happened throughout many generations, but our my generation is the worst at that. Your mother could literally tell you you're the best thing in the world. And just because you didn't get more than a hundred likes on your picture, you take it down. <laughs> for because real. they didn't tell you you were for free. real. Like really? That's how you dictate your whole life based on people's perception of you. For That's real. why people are so limited. And that's why I see so many uh, people who have potential, not even potential, but just the ability to impact, not uh, impacting, not executing because they're so scared of the what ifs. Yeah. I mean, look, that comes with life, right? Everybody seizes that and realizes that 
at a certain point or they don't, sure. right? It's wild because for me, naturally, I was in a state of doing, and naturally, like there were things that were being done very well and building an acumen and building an ability, but I was basing it off of what others' perception was, mm. right? That wasn't the sole, uh, uh, I guess, purpose of it, but that was a deterrent, mm-hmm. right? And then when you hit a rock bottom, and then you just look at you and say, look, you're the vessel, and like now you're going, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. The only person that's going to smile and look back at your life and smile is you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that moment for me was just like, poof, poof. You know, even like these days when, you know, people come up and they're like, you know, how does it, how does it, um, you know, how does it feel to be doing this? Like, how does it feel to um, have collaborated with XYZ, you know? You know, fuck XYZ. Not for the sake of who they are. I respect everybody. But it's like, am I executing my org chart, my vision board (coughs) that focuses on transportation, agriculture, Mm -hmm. communication, energy? Is that getting It's bigger than that. It's even bigger than that. But like... No, but even like them. Like, like these are all... Like pillars. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm trying this to get This shit's infinite the way yeah. you're seeing it. It's yeah. like I'm trying to get there. And then when I get there, what we're going to do is we're going to cross that org chart out and we're going to make a new one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's it's literally about people, you know, do the impossible. I The word impossible is my favorite word because I don't believe in it. That's my favorite word. Impossible. You know what impossible means? If you look in a dictionary, you'll find a definition like impossible, something that can't be conceived or something that's not possible or something like that or something that can't be put into fruition. You know what impossible actually means? Fear of the unknown. Off top. Period. Yeah. Either point, fear point, of the period. unknown or higher than one's intellectual ability. So by default, you know what happens with the word impossible? Every single soul on this earth has their own definition of impossible. If I went to a village in, um, you know, um, if I went to a village in West Africa and told them, like a deep village, like a deep ass village, and told them there's a way that I can clap my hands and my lights will turn on, they would say that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. They would say it's completely impossible. For real. It will never happen. <laughs> yeah. That it's shit unknown is a lie. to them. It's yeah. unknown. But if you also think about it, when we say something <laughs> <For real? laughs> when we when we say something of relation to, you know, anything like, you know, the ability to snap my fingers and for that shoe to come to me, that's impossible. Impossibility the word impossible is a controlling word. Period. Anyone that uses the word impossible on you is limited by their own intellectual ability and is limited by fear. Those two things. That's literally the word impossible. So, like, I hear, I marvel at the word impossible because I'm going to make that shit possible. I respect Period. that. Period. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you, man. <laughs> I what, respect that for what, real, though. What's your, why do you want to impact so badly? Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody does. And it, it could be just because that's, people's disposition some mm. people just like to chill at a beach be humble and relax <laughs> and, be, be, and, be and, and listen to some music and enjoy the technology you create and for them that's pure happiness mm. why do you think for you and, and, and where you come from and not even hearing your full story yet but just 
Where do you think that element comes from of wanting to impact so badly, wanting to, to innovate, wanting to, to make a change or push things forward? Why, why is that such a heavy drive internally for you? You know, it's, it's in my code. To, you know, I mean, that, that's like a very vague answer, but I'm, I'm going to go into it. Yeah. But it's, it's in my code to, to want to just help. Fuck a legacy. Fuck what they say when Idris is long gone. Mm. I just created this. I just created that. Fuck that shit. Did that benefit lives? Mm. If it didn't benefit lives, I don't want it. If it didn't change a mindset, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, I dedicate my whole life to just advancing civilization as a whole. Like, that's it. That's all I want. That's, that's my content level. Having like, and this might sound kind of like, like, I want to do everything else in life. I want to have fun. I want to party. I want to like do all that stuff, you know. But my main, my heart is at Talking, yeah, seeing other people. Like, I literally like, cr- like, these things bring tears to my eyes. Mm. Like, I find joy and seeing other people overcome something or use something. Like, the first app I wrote <coughs> was a flashlight app. A flashlight app. That's the first app I wrote. I went to Disneyland with my family. And we're about to get on Space Mountain. Right? You've been to Disneyland? Yeah. Space Mountain? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm about to get on Space Mountain. Right? Dark we're like in the, hell. We're in the dark section, right? This dude pops out his phone. He opens up an app. Whose app was it? Yours. It was my app. And he uses that to solve a problem. It might not have been a big problem, but he utilized yeah. something that I was able to bring to the world to solve a problem. And it just... Fuck Disneyland for the day. That made my whole day. I feel you. And not because he utilized my thing, but he solved something that otherwise it, he couldn't have solved. It feels like you're literally a breathing essence of understanding the importance of self-worth and selfishness with that mm. to truly affect the masses. Yeah, it's like because the only... Yeah. so many people want to bring the community up and all this, but the only ones that are really able to do it, that doesn't mean that they have to distance themselves from a community, but to be able to push communities, you have to have that vigor and that know-how and that vision to be able to put this into play and also make these people believe it as opposed to just thinking about the actual act of doing. Mm. That's like the problem with people. The mountains, people have to believe in that. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you were saying like, you could have easily said, I love technology and I just want to immerse myself in technology and make the coolest, craziest shit. That could have been easily <laughs> your answer, right? As an innovator, mm-hmm. all based around technology. But but it, does, it has actually nothing to do with technology. It has nothing to do with, you know, and that's another thing. Like, I'm in technology. I'm only 20 years old. Yeah. I've been doing technology since I was 10. That's 10 years only. I'm not going to be in technology forever. I want to affect policymaking. I want to affect agriculture. I want to affect affordable housing. I want to affect financial literacy. I want to go into other things and equally impact as much as I'm doing. I don't want to be in tech forever. Well, te- technology is just a tool that you're yeah, using it's, right it's, now. It's a, it's a that, a that you're really to fucking good at, but that, that's people. your tool to, to, to impact, to give you that fulfillment, but to, to help people. Yeah, it's literally help, help. That's all I ever wanted to do, help. 
you know, and it's like, I even think that's it. Literally, all I ever wanted to do in every situ- situation I, I was in was help. I'm like the most like, I will die for this. That's how serious it is. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. like people are so scared of like the what it's like, even on the daily, you know, I have people like, yo, you know, you're one of those, you, you, you like a Malcolm, you're one of those people that like, you know, end up, and I'm like, that's fear. Yeah, you're one of those spectators, like do something. <laughs> yeah, you literally stand you know there. You know, it's like, oh, you ever watched that, uh, was, I think it's Laverne, um, cause they used to have these ads on TV and the guy's like, you sitting on a couch and you're <laughs> watching TV. That's like, <laughs> oh, we get up and do something. That's literally what it's like, man. Yo, for it's real. Like, Stop being those spectators. Yeah. We need those commercials. See, they don't show that shit no more. Because <laughs> Yo, you know what's happening? Lit, you know what's happening? Can you imagine new age? Just People <laughs> were literally getting up. Yeah. And going and acting, bro. So we got to take it out. Oh, shit. Wrong message. We didn't want them to actually get up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the irony. It's like, you know, I was watching a Virgil Abloh video. And he says... Um, irony is the driving force of um, creation these days. The ironic. <sighs> creation thrives off of the ironic. Yeah. The most ironic shit. The fact that like a, a shirt that says Ben Shrill in gooey letters will sell like a million um, units. Uh, units and a shirt that has like very straight, aerial, or bold, <laughs> yeah. aligned perfectly across the yeah. Only sell like Ex- exquisite <laughs> yeah. fucking design. Yeah. You feel me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the ironic thrives, and he who understands that the ironic thrives wins. But he who understands that the ironic thrives and how we can use that as a vessel to impact and influence the masses wins. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's truly about understanding not not only being able to create these worlds but also understanding consumer behavior and the mind of human beings mm. right because a lot of these things stem from systemic human beliefs and these beliefs that we were kind of raised in um i really want to take you know i actually want to use this to take it back to where you started interning and School was just like you were just beyond it. Did you stay within the regular system, or was did you just embark out? Yeah, I, I stayed in the system till um, high school, and then I graduated a year and a half earlier. Okay, and then you know I had like four point two GPA, perfect SAT, ACT scores. Got accepted at MIT twice, declined both times. The first time I got, I applied, I got accepted, declined, and then uh, I think like the year after that, I got another email i mean sorry i got another mail saying we would love we'll give you a full ride full scholarship and, everything. and i was wow. like no nope. hey hope you didn't forget about us it's, it's so us I here actually, at mit i actually went tap to, in tap 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 i actually went there and we had a real ass conversation i met with the dean one of the deans and she says you're a special person tell me why you know and like she said, tell me why you don't want to go to MIT. Tell me. I mean, most people would die for this. Like, to, to come though. here. Like, yeah. literally. Most Facts people though. would literally kill to be accepted to MIT. We've given you acceptance. Full ride. You don't have to pay anything. Why? And I just smiled at her. And I said, you know why? It's real simple. 
<laughs> You're here, right? You guys are institution. You guys make innovate. You're basically mothers. You produce leaders into the school and yeah, structure. They're incubating way. these You're incubating people. That's what you do. I'm here, right? I'm the mothership that dropped you guys to be able to <laughs> incubate. I'm the right? mothership. And then Yo, it's like. He said, you didn't know about my operating system? <laughs> you know. You're still on this plane? <laughs> and the funny thing is. X, Y, shit? We even, we even, you know, we talk about that. And that was like all laughs. And then I was like, on the real though. You break it down though. The main reason why. I'm not, I'm, and I probably will go get my degree, most likely, when I'm 50. Right? I think, bro, I think by that time, let's just be really honest with the <laughs> equation, is you'll get an honorary PhD from... Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's what's going to happen. That's why <laughs> from, I said I'm going to get no, a degree. No, hey, I didn't MI, go no, school. MIT is going to like tap, tap in. <laughs> no, but it'll be, the, it'll be the ultra third tap where he gets a letter in the mail. It's like, come to graduation. Not only are you giving a commencement speech, but you've you gotten know. every single fucking PhD known to mankind in this <laughs> establishment. You've literally become the, the honorary scholar of MIT. You know, and that's, so that's why I say, you know, a lot of people saying, why aren't you going to go? Motherfucker, I'm going to get an honorary degree. <laughs> like, me? what? But, you know, at the same time, like, when sitting down with this lady and telling her, I was like, this is the thing. The main reason why I'm not going to any school and I'm not going to your school, I'm not going to Harvard, I'm not going to Yale. I have ideas that can impact a generation now. Oh. Now. I'm not talking <sighs> four years. I can impact now. So, for example. How can, like, it's crazy I, to me. How can somebody not just feel that? Like, fuck your age. That's the, it, it, like, fuck your age. It happens. Just like, fuck XYZ. Yeah. Fuck your age. You tell somebody that with, with just that understanding. That if somebody's in a position of power, I'm just like, yo, like, even Tim Cook. I'm just like, look. Can we borrow you for a little bit? Like, can you here just live your life? You get salary, right? Let's talk. Vibes, energy. Yeah. You know, you think of self-driving cars, for example. I've worked with Uber on self-driving software, and I was gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm yeah, gonna go back no, to yeah, it. we yeah, dipping but I've in worked With Uber on self-driving software, right? Not for with. Yeah. And, you know that's where it, it yeah. kind of like you know because it's with not for. I respect that. And. <laughs> So working and creating self-driving software and realizing that autonomous vehicles are coming. Autonomous, autonomous, it, it's here. It's coming, right? 10 years from now, let's just say 120,000 people would have self-driving cars. Everyone's thinking about how cool self-driving cars, no one's thinking of safety. Mm. What do I do? Help. I just want to help. <laughs> Create software that can basically... <coughs> do evasive maneuvers wow. in the event of for example Stop. it realizes like, I'll show it to you yeah. it realizes, <laughs> it realizes <laughs> no hands are on the wheel I'm gonna, we're gonna be yeah. here to, like I'm glad you don't sleep cause yeah. I sleep oh, like yeah. a fucking bear <laughs> but this is gonna be one of those nights where I'm just like this <laughs> you know um, so the way the software works is you're in a self-driving car right or you're in a car that has convenience features so you have both hands on the wheel mm. it checks your posture and you're you're in tune right you're in full control. Yeah. Right? So you're in full control. You're just driving your car. Now, let's just say you start to slouch or you're driving with one hand and um, you're on your phone with the other hand. Yeah. It will engage a 50-50 distribution. The car will have half control. You will have half control. Now, let's say you suddenly become incapacitated. 
or you have a stroke or heart attack or something, right? Nine times out of 10, that's going to be very fatal. Yeah. So what the car does is it actually uses all those algorithms and those sensors that are in the car to actually detect that something's wrong and the car will engage full autonomy and park to the nearest right exit. Wow. So we think of <laughs> we think of cars in the next 10 years having this capability. Now let's just attach the quote 120,000 lives. Right? I wrote that software last year. Had I went to MIT, I wouldn't be able to focus on that because I'm, I mean, I'm like focused on so many things. I'm just, and again, this is just for me. I wouldn't be able to create that. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to save 120,000 lives. I wouldn't be able to create, for example, um, what I did for the marathon store. It was a statement. Why would a tech dude partner with a rapper? It make like, yeah. like we get. It was a statement. I have DM, bro. I get like 200 DMs a day, bro. I had like at least five people, literally five people. It almost brought tears to my eyes. Like five people DM me saying I was literally about to go kill somebody. Mm. And then I saw your story. And it gave me a whole different outlook. At least like five people. Yeah. And then everyone like inspiration, inspiration. It inspired and sparked the whole generation to think differently and reach higher. Like my whole purpose is Mm. just to get people to think for themselves. Yeah create for imagine a world where everybody had that purpose i mean like like everyone does have being you right like even looking at your mind and not saying how come i can't be that anybody can be whatever the fuck they want to be steve Jobs said something and it's like probably one of my favorite quotes he says (coughs) the moment you realize that every single thing in this universe was created by people that look just like you and are no smarter than you then you can control it You'll realize that if I shove this box and it's literally going through something, if I shove it, it'll pop out the other side. Mm -hmm. Or if I poke something, something else will pop out the other side. The moment that you understand that, you can shape your destiny. You can shape your future. Wow. You're in full control of your destiny. Facts. That's what people like. People don't understand. Like you, you are in full control of your destiny. Why do you you think people don't understand? Generally, you're like aware of that. Like, correct. Because, you know... We also live in an age like a very heavy entrepreneur mm. age right now. This, yeah. this this generation that's happening. Mm. There's tons of motivational quotes. Mm. There's tons of entrepreneurs. There's tons of ideas. There's tons of innovation. All this is like very prominent mm. in the the age right now. Why do you think there are actually so many people that are not aware of these things, or not thinking of, or don't quote unquote see it? Yeah, I think it's actually, you know, essentially one reason, right? We've, from birth, from kindergarten, we're instilled with something. And they tell us that they don't instill instill us with it or whatever, and no one really talks about this. And that's the very same thing I said before. We're not, from kindergarten, we're told things are your fault but they're not fully your fault. People need to understand that you're 100% in control of yourself. You're 100% control, uh, control in your own destiny. So, for example, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I'm just speaking freely. Yeah, absolutely. For example, I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what belief you believe, whether you believe in the frequencies, you believe in God, you believe in Allah, mm-hmm. you believe in Buddha, anything. Yeah. 
it's it's just the way the universe works. It's a combination of two things. It's a combination of oh, sorry. It's a combination of two things. It's a combination of will and your belief. Right, whatever that belief may be, it's a combination. That's the that's the universal code of how the universe communicates. It's will and your belief. Now, your belief can be anything. That's your personal belief, but it's a combination of two things. So, one thing I can say for sure, without doubt, no matter what religion anybody in this room is, or any religion anybody on this earth is, or any belief, mm. if we all looked at this cup and we all prayed or we said anything cup move two inches to the left the cup will never move because we haven't committed we haven't done the will to move it to the left it's a it's a it's a combination of two things and that's what people don't understand we're instilled a sense of you know not taking full control you need to be the driver take full responsibility responsibility. feel every single single fucking fiber and thing and and then attach your belief to that do you think part of the reason people don't do that is through because of fear, fear of maybe like security, fear of the unknown, fear of this worked always. I've seen it for generations. This formula worked. This formula of life worked. Going this other way is the unknown. And I don't want to do that. I think it's fear of being fully responsible for oneself. Ooh. That's honestly people's like. Biggest problem. The fact that I can do something and if I didn't do that correctly, I know that I was fully responsible for that. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally. For real. It's like what? Like if I do not do this. Basically, Tony Stark. Let's go back to him for a little bit. Let's go back to Tony. Tony Stark was fully responsible for whatever would happen to him. Right? He realized, like, even that uh, the, I forgot his name, the, uh, the the dude that helped him out. Um, it's not it's not coming to my mind right now. But even though that was essentially his, you know, and escaping and everything was like his, you know, his belief and everything, right? If he had just fell back and said, for example, like, "Oh, the frequencies align, or God will save me, or whatever," what would happen? Mm. It's a combination of two mm. things. You need belief. You mm. need belief. See. Belief is a driving force. You need belief. Yes. Whether, see, these are just different platforms, just like we have different platforms to create. Yeah. Belief is your driving force Mm -hmm. in combination. It's literally an equation. Just like you have E equals MC squared, you also have belief. You know, it's like. For real though. You know how I measure my days? I measure, I I don't measure my days in time. Fuck time. Time was essentially man-made. We, why don't we have 1,248 hours, right? We, 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 we created hours. We created minutes. We created, we don't, we create, for example, we created the uh, universal way of thinking, of understanding, right? Yeah. We're told that that's a tree. And we all believe it's a tree, but it's not a tree. That's what we call it. That's it's a, it's a Dorito, my man. For example, Bro, it's if, an it had, ostrich, you if it had been instilled that that was the ostrich, that would be like think a about fucking it. Ostrich. It I would literally you. you get where I'm coming from. It would literally be an ostrich. So we're literally having a universal language of understanding things, and that's essentially the problem. 
You're right, though. And when anybody else defies that universal language, for example, You're if I outcast. said that was an ostrich, I would be an outcast. You're cra- no, you'd literally be in a mental <laughs> asylum. Literally. That's an ostrich. I literally see an ostrich. What if an ostrich was a tree? <laughs> see what I mean? It's like that's the thing that people don't really <laughs> think about. Imagine if this cookie was really a banana. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I want a banana right now. <laughs> literally. And that's the problem. We, we're all, you know, we're all, we're unified in the wrong things and we're like, we're apart in the, and like, it, 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 I don't even know how to explain that. But yes, I feel like full accountability is things that people are, are scared of and full accountability should be something that, you know, more people should, should, um, you know, um, apply into their lives. So, like I was saying, I do not measure my days in time, mm. hours, minutes, seconds, nanoseconds, milliseconds, none of that. The only, my unit of measurement for time is effort per product, per project. So, literally, I go, how much effort did I put in this project per day? That's literally it. Or how much effort did I put? I literally, energy, energy is my unit of measurement. How much energy did I spend? Literally, mm-hmm. whether if I was literally saying I spent and X Y Z with your own energy, yeah, X Y Z joules. Like literally, that's the unit of measurement. You know, if I was saying joules was like you know what I was using, but no, I don't do that. I measure per project. Right. So I work on several projects throughout the day. I say how much energy did I put in any project? Not how much time did I have spent on project. That's the incorrect way. Right. Because energy is what. What do they tell you when you're in school? Energy can neither I be... Wanna, I don't even want to think back to that anymore. It says... They Please say... tell me what energy is. Energy can what? Energy can neither be what? Created nor destroyed. But it can be altered into different forms. Energy is abundant. What is time? Time is limitless. They tell you every single day, time is one thing that you can't get back. Make sure you use your time. Energy is abundant. Mm. Start measuring time and energy. Like legit, it no, works. No, for real. It helps. For real. Like legit, like things just change when you start measuring things in energy. Because to be honest, like energy is a far more immersive and honest way of looking at it if you're yeah. really doing that. Like what the fuck does your three hours mean if you were like, you spent three hours <laughs> doing that, right? But yeah. you finished 17 bags of Doritos and you got two Netflix or shows trees. in. trees. Exactly. Yeah. While, while working on your ideas. You're on Instagram for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Your energy expunged was an absolute fuck you. It's not, it's not even a zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what is time then? But if you look at it like energy, it, it, yeah. Time, just, it's like, just time blow exi- my mind like, up. We, yeah. we, we live in time, right? We, we live in time, you know? We're, we're three-dimensional. You know, we live in time. Time to us is something that operates within us. We don't operate out of time. For example, let's just say in the fourth dimension, time is literally like cross, uh, walking across streets. What if I wanted to go back to 1960? That's Oh, that's four blocks down. Yo. Like, for example, right? For real. Yeah. Like, but in the third dimension, time, we work around time. Time doesn't work around us. We can't, we can't bitch time. Time bitches us. Every single body. You'd be like, yo, yeah. hey, you got that eight o'clock. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We literally run two time. What if in another dimension, time ran to us? We could go and come to and fro very easily. You know, so these are things like I think about. And 
I sit down at night and I form equations using I mean, science and stuff. And I think, why are we so limited? Like, you know, it's it's like, you know, you're, fe- you're, fe- I mean, you're fed bullshit. Yeah. You know, and all these things. And it's like, you know, there, there's a quest to, you know, and th- those who those who know and start talking, you know. Talk that talk, bro. But it's like, I don't care. Yeah. You know? It's like. You know, whether there's like one person tuning into this right now or a billion people, it's the same message. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's what matters at the end of the day. And we live in a generation where you can leverage, I mean, just like so much. It's like, you know, the people want to be heard now. Everybody wants to be it's heard, just a, bro. There's a lot of people that are essentially, you know, quote unquote leaders, you know, because it's like everyone's really a leader. It's like... <coughs> Let's just let's just put things in full effect. Let's not be half ass about it. If you're a leader, be a leader. Don't be a halfler or whatever. Yeah. Be, like, be a fucking leader. A you know, or a heater. <laughs> don't be a don't be a heater. <laughs> you know, don't yeah, like lead the people. A- along the way, you know, once once you really started stepping into the application side of these things. Who are some of the, the, you know, you talk about age being one of those, you talk about age being one of those things where, and like, you feel me? Yeah. Off top. I want a Dorito. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Shout out to your Dorito. Isn't it delicious? Right, you go chocolatey, right? <laughs> scrumptious. <laughs> Frito Lay. <laughs> <laughs> New and enhanced formula and shit. Oh man, that was incredible. Um, who were some of those? Like, that's a constant fight for acceptance. Mm. Who were so, who were some of those people early on outside of academics, right? That naturally can really guide the self fulfilling prophecy of one's own mind. Who were some of the people that like were in your world that really you took that took a liking and took a approach of nurturing to your gifts early on, and just the way that you viewed the world, because that's change agent mentality. Mm. No, um, throughout my life, like, there have been moments where I have multiple mentors. I can't even name all of them. Yeah. That's how many mentors I have. Because, see, my generation, right? Like I said, we're taking time bombs. What we need is experience. What we need is understanding of how things work. You need to understand the past to create the future. Mm-hmm. Not everyone understands the past. Absolutely. And that's why they're stuck. They don't know what to do next. Do you know the real reason why so no one knows the direction of social media? It's not because it's never happened before or anything like that. You don't understand the past. Mm. So you have, for example, even with telephones, you literally have kids that don't even know what the fuck a pager is. Yeah. For real. Why is it that, for example, in history class, 
right? It's the same fucking shit every single year for 500 years. We have not evolved. Car. 50 years ago. 50. I'm not even going back. Yeah. 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Car now. Big ass fucking difference. Absolutely. Yeah. House. Infrastructure. 50 years ago. Now you got houses with fiber optics and shit. Yeah. Big ass difference. Health. Everything. Education. The fucking same. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why? And like I said before, there's no full accountability. And kids aren't even instilled in that. I mean, parents don't even have that to even teach the kids. So all these kids are waiting for the education system, for STEM curriculums and everything, which we all know is very bureaucratic. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens. Then I go on and I'm 15 and I start working for Google. And I see kids coming from Yale, Preston, Harvard, and now get hired. <laughs> With perfect scores and everything too. They waited on the curriculum to teach them programming when programming is something that's like, you know, ever evolving. You need to be up to date. Yeah. Yeah. And what do they do? You know what I mean? So it's like I'm taking all that skill and all those nine. Like I've recently started a nonprofit called ABLE. And ABLE is going to be a central hub, right? It's going to be a um, creative hub, a 24-hour creative hub where you can come in and work on groundbreaking technologies. Mm. So the way it works is it's incentive-based learning. So what the fuck is incentive-based learning? Talk to them. So incentive-based learning is leveraging all the things that, especially this younger generation, this generation in general, um, wants, which is you know instant gratification, instant um, results and all that stuff, mm. and using it to channel their inner creativity, their inner um, intellectual ability to do whatever. Right? So... The facility will be about like, you know, like from here to over there. It's it's gonna be just say like wide. fucking eighteen of these like yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like, like eighteen five hundred of this space right here. Yeah, and you know, basically <laughs> the size of like the Staples Center, yeah, or some mm-hmm. shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be different rooms. So there's gonna be a three D printing room. There's gonna be an art room, kitchen, all these different things. And we're going to strategically align and partner with companies that provide us with material. So shoes, all those things. So the way that the program works, you apply and you fill out a survey. Now, I have an org chart. Right? I created this org chart about three years ago, and I've been working on it since. It's almost complete now. On this org chart, which I'll show you, you'll see basically all the fields that I feel like are very necessary. Like transportation, agriculture, housing, energy, you know, communication, yeah, um, filtration, like just so many different things. And we've tailored curriculums to each of those things. Wow! So you come into the program, you fill out an essay, uh, uh, you do you do an essay, tell us why you want to be in the program, and then you also fill out a survey where you deem fit based on a combination of your essay and where you deem you'll be fit will place you somewhere. If you're not comfortable with your place, you can file a petition and, you know, we can remove you around. All right. So it's very structured. Mm. Now you come into the program, you get an ABLE shirt, you get a wristband, and you get a card. Now this is your ABLE card. And we have our currency called ABLE credits. So what the fuck is ABLE credits, right? You come into the program and each room has a security lock that you would swipe and you would enter your code. That's your unique identifier. Every student has their unique identifier. Unique identifier is used to accumulate ABLE credits. How do you get ABLE credits? You go in these rooms, you spend time 
doing what the room is designed for. So 3D printing, you go when you 3D print, you accumulate a certain amount of credits. Mm. You go in the kitchen, you cook, you accumulate a certain amount of credits. You come here, you read for a little bit, you accumulate credits, and those credits can be applied for gifts. So for example, I'm in this program just because I want a fucking pair of Yeezys. Right? Damn. Mama ain't going to get me no I could go. Let me learn how to make this. I get that knowledge. And now it's like, I go somewhere and it's like, damn, I really wish I could do this. Oh, I mean, I've been 3D printing. Wait, why the fuck are you 3D printing? Oh, it's just like some dumb program I go to or whatever. Mm. But you know how to 3D print. Yeah. That's something that someone of you, yeah, you would never be able yeah. to do. Create 3D models and stuff like that. For, yeah. like, for example, like a kid in the hood to do something like that. But on the other side of the spectrum, <coughs> your mother is a single mom who can't afford you, who can't afford to get you a MacBook Pro, but you need it to be able to, pro, sorry, to, uh-huh. but you need it to be able to program or do whatever. Come into the program, you learn, obviously the metric system is going to be, you're going to have to accumulate more points. You accumulate those points, you can go to a student's door and literally redeem a MacBook Pro. Incredible. Incredible. So that's the way the program works. And, and what kind of a, is this, this is for kids, like youth? No, it's actually for the millennial generation. Our age is from 13 to 30. Mm. Wow. That's literally. Can I, can I apply right now, even though I'm 30 and just like. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 guys are, you guys are good. You guys are welcome to like come by and check out the I'll get like the reverse fake ID. Yeah, you'll see me stacking these ABLE credits though. And it will work. You know why? Because someone who's in the generation developed it. I know, I know what my generation wants. You know, and I fall like in the, like, I'm not Generation Z. Generation Z is like 13-year-olds and stuff that were directly born into, like, technology. Right, yeah. Right, like, right. literally, they that were literally born came into out the womb with, a, with, with a fucking like, iPhone in their hands. Like, Facebook and games. shit like that. That's the new babysitter. The yeah. iPhone. Yeah. I'm iPad. like the last of the 90s. I'm 97. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the last of the 90s, like the 20-year-olds and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, those are like, you know, the way I think of it, I met this guy before. And he's, you know, uh, he's actually like a mentor, right? And we're talking about the Great Wall of China, and I want to go visit the Great Wall of China. Those Doritos, huh? Oh, no, he just got a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That's me, Dorito. And we were talking about... Thank you. And we were talking... These are real good. They're crisp. (laughs) And we were talking... Oh, I need to cop me those. (laughs) And we were talking about the Great Wall of China, right? And he was explaining to me that he went to the Great Wall of China and the stairs, the steps, even though there's a lot of steps, the steps are literally concaved because people have walked it that many times. But then he goes on to say, you know, that the Great Wall of China... um. Uh, the first people that built it never finished. And that's all he said to me. So I go and I'm thinking, the first people that built it never finished. The first people that ne- built it never finished. And then it hit me. Like, oh, shit. I get it. I get the purpose of life. The purpose of life is not to finish. It's For literally real. not to finish. For real. It's to start inspire the second generation to keep doing what you're doing mm. improve so literally that's infinite yeah and that's infinite the people that created the people that laid down the first foundation for the great wall of china they knew they wouldn't finish but they knew if they put enough 
effort yeah. and belief, instilled a sense of belief that the future generations that would work on it would be inspired and they would inspire and inspire. And now look, we have the Great Wall of China. Isn't that like for real? Fucking dope. Shit? Yeah, that's just like like that's the purpose of life. The purpose of life is provided you, you know, of course, you know, want to impact. Yeah. It's not to finish. It's just to execute enough by impact. putting effort to impact another generation. Absolutely. And Stay that's broke. the problem. And that's that's the problem. Like literally, people don't want to focus on things that they won't finish. Like, eh, if I get it, I'm not Imagine even touching. Knowing it. that you're not going to finish anything. It, re- Think about humanity, bro. If we if we all thought like, in, especially because it could also be. Use a negative way, yeah. right? But think about it. if we all thought a positive way, like we literally see the other thing. Majority of the time, all right. For example, if we're making a cake, and I say, "Yo, I need you to help me build this," but like, <coughs> you know, you're not gonna finish. Uh, we might not finish it because you have work right after. But you know, um, the kids are gonna enjoy it. Yeah. You were like, what the fuck? I ain't getting none of this cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? That I ain't getting none of this cake? Then I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to put my full effort into it. Mm. I'm going to do a sloppy ass job. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. Where it's like, think about it. If everyone like thought was like, you know, I'm going to spend time. I'm going to take two hours just doing the icing. You know, doing the icing, like <laughs> styling it for these Somebody kids. bring that yeah. human being over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's, You'll that's see it. you bathing in icing. And that's me. I've never sold any of my technology, ever. I've never sold it. I've never. I could be freaking in like, I could be in one of those Silicon Valley homes, chilling on a million dollar my house right now. Especially with Moscow, I could be fucking Instagram, the search algorithm. You know, you have four buttons. You have the home, you have the discover shit, you have the search, and then you know you the search. That button and everything in its entirety is my algorithm. Wow. <laughs> I use that every day. <laughs> Fuck. Facts. Fat for real. <laughs> for real, go use that fucking search button immediately. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave that at that. You know, I don't. There's so many other things that I've left my footprint on. You know. You know. See, and and, 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 and it goes to show based on how many. Like, I'm I'm super excited to see the blueprints and the, and the org charts and all these things because for someone to have accepted. The fact that starting is really finishing, right? And finishing, there's no end, mm-hmm. right? In that you can really put your mind and your energy to all of these things. And regardless of how much, how little you spend your energy with them, you know that they will be, that we will take care of it. Right, and we is the collective us, and and those that come after and after and after. But I want to ask you this: How do you, how do we build that community of people that truly believe in that, and also build bases in which impact can not only be felt, but the grasp of it can be opted into. You know what I'm saying? Because all of these things that we do in terms of understanding their importance when we think of the human behaviors and their application, like, how do we apply that 
in terms of thinking of just societies and bringing that together for the collective? I feel that's a dope question. Um, I feel like one of the most important things that we collectively have to work on is communication. Facts. That's like our biggest hindrance. I I couldn't agree with you more. Like literally as a race, you know, like literally. Open communication. Open communication and vulnerability. Absolutely. That's like, that's why I really like when you mentioned that, I was like, that's our biggest problem. People have a fear with vulnerability. We think vulnerability is weakness. Yeah. When in reality, it's like, yeah, you know, like I was watching footnotes from Jay-Z stuff Uh and he was like, some of the most biggest people I've ever met in my life have been like the most weakest ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you need to be vulnerable to you can't talk about changing the world and impacting and all this shit and not be vulnerable. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. You can't talk about in innov- see here's the thing. Here's the difference between an invention and innovation. An invention to me is not even impressive at all in the slightest. You know what an invention is? An invention is anything that was created for one purpose only, and that was to assist the creator. Right? Facts. Innovation is anything that is produced as a result of wanting to help the masses. Mm. <sighs> That's really it. For real. That's simply put. For real. We're focused it, on innovations. Yes. Mm. Fuck inventions. Absolutely. And I and I feel like it starts so much <clears throat> earlier than than, you know, being able to apply uh learn things and even just even the exploration because imagine a foundation of children to understand that look like it's okay to be vulnerable it's also okay to feel the way that you feel right now if you look back like it think of this you went back 50 years on cars and 50 years on homes and infrastructure we can go back everything agriculture let's take humanity back Mm. Million thousands of years, right? Mm. These fears of failures, these choices and decisions, these adulterers or these uh, innovators or these minds—that shit's all the same. Like we've come this fucking far, and we're still sitting here fearing of failure. Yeah, we've mm. come th- like even. T- Society, we've come this far. We know that doing this, that, and the other will lead to that or the higher likelihood of that happening and we still be putting ourselves in that position. Mm-hmm. Where, Where is human growth? Where is being able to, in, instead of thinking of, like imagine how boundless technology and all of these levels of efficiency and all of these ways of thinking and operating and doing things that are literally going to move global societies could be if the people within these worlds were taught that type of freedom internally from the onset. That's the problem. Like, you know, like I talk all the time, I'll talk to my mom about this. Like, I'm raising my kids completely differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? What religion will my kids have? 
whatever they want to believe in. Yeah. Because it's belief. Have your belief. You 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 should have you definitely need your yeah. belief. But whatever that belief is, it's completely up to you. Absolutely. Execution, whether it's education, all these, you know, I mean they're definitely definitely not going to public school, nothing like that. You know, but it's like yeah. understand how the world works. Understand that very thing that Steve Jobs said, which is once you understand how the universe works, you understand that if you tap something on one side, something pops out the other. Understand that knowledge, and you're good to create. Of course, that can fall in the right, wrong hands, but that's that's life. Like anything though. that's life. There's good and there's bad. Yeah. That's just like that's not gonna like see. The, human that's nature the is not the problem. Is we hold people off for fear of the bad. Mm. Then that's why I go back to the communication. And you can't tell someone, I'm going to teach you this knowledge. Here's the, here's the problem. And that like, a lot of people like actually don't understand this. And this is like, actually what I've realized. You don't tell someone, I'm going to give you this, right? But I'm going to give you this. Please don't use it in the wrong way. <laughs> you don't tell somebody that. No. Yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. for for all you know they weren't even thinking of yeah, that. yeah. For and, and now and now they're only thinking of that and now you're only either thinking of that or now you know that's an option yeah that's the problem for real yeah. why can't we just be why can't we just give it's like no it, buts for re- like even imagine like and, and we we've kind of touched on this aspect like <laughs> a bunch of times on this podcast like just in in the natural history of the podcast it's like. <laughs> Imagine if your parents told you, look, there are drugs. They do this. They do that. This is why we think they're bad for you. At the end of the day, it's your choice. But if you're going to partake in this, I'd like it to be with me first. In a safe environment. That literally natural deviousness that we all have or that little rebellious in us becomes evaporates. A parent's fucking literally communicating with their child. Like, the father that literally beats down on his daughter to never have a girl, a boyfriend, or like, you're not going to do this, or dad's going to really like whip up. She's giving head in the fifth grade <laughs> to see what that's like. Yeah. But if people openly communicate to know that there are channels of people to literally speak to one another, like, look, bro, like I'm feeling this type of way. I know you're Idris Sandu, but you're also a friend of mine, and I'm going through this right now. And to, to have the response be, what what can we do? Just open line. Imagine well, if we're just all free of well, all well of these things. That's the thing. I think one of the biggest things we struggle, look, we, we're saying we have to better communicate and we have to be vulnerable. And people are going to listen to what we're saying and they're going to go, okay, how? Like, what the fuck does that really mean? Like, how do, how do you wake up and just be vulnerable? How do you wake up and communicate better? What is the application? Because a lot of shit stops right there. It like, really is accepting that responsibility, man. Like, it's that because, like, that's what's the, for real. That's what's gonna happen most of the time. You tell someone be vulnerable, whatever, and they go, "How the fuck do I just be vulnerable?" When throughout, <coughs> then they start. When throughout my yeah. life, when throughout, blah, blah blah blah. Own it. Own it. And let it evaporate. <sighs> you are in full control. Like, honest to God, like. How do I know this? Because I've been in fucked up situations. For real. And I don't hold anything today. I can sit down with him tonight. Today, you know, I mean, I, 
it would it would be out of respect, uh, out of you know respect like my mom and stuff not to communicate. But it's like I could sit down with my father today, and it would be all good. When you when you let hate control your life and dictate you, you don't get anywhere. You don't. And fear. It would be a contradiction to say, I wanted to change the world, and I couldn't forgive somebody that did something to me. <sighs> That's the biggest contradiction. Wow. Mm. You can't change the world. Hey, that type of ownership, though, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. even think of like Steve Jobs and his daughter and the life that he, like, look, everybody so- has their demons. Mm-hmm. That doesn't need to demonize their history. But for the fact of someone of your of your stature at such a young age to be able to completely be like, look, that level of openness with oneself, that level of like literally ultimate being by not existing, mm-hmm. right, is something that's completely profound. And it can really only happen if you experience these things. Like to be able to open, to be open to experiencing. It's like life happens to us. We experience it, but we just have to be able to see it different ways and be able to communicate. When you talk about you looking in front of the mirror, having that conversation with yourself. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do, right? Look in front of a mirror and like talk to yourself because you can't lie Mm. because you know it, right? Yeah. No one's around anyway. And it's crazy. You can't lie to yourself, but if somebody says, what'd you say? You could literally lie to them and be like, like no, hey, I'm you know, on it right now. And I looked at my shit and I smiled. <laughs> we on. But, but, but your inner self is just like, oh, you shit. know yourself better than anybody. Anybody. Yeah. So, but it's, it's taking that. It's taking you looking in front of the mirror and then that person and applying it when people are around. Right? Off top. And there's a... See, I, I think why... And I'll, I'll talk about just even personally why it's been hard to be vulnerable at times in life is because it is a perception, but it's like your fear of being rejected by people, your fear of like how people are going to look at you, your fear of like, am I really cool? Like, am I okay yeah. with not being cool? Yeah. Am I okay with having flaws? Am I okay like not knowing the things or not even being the person that I've fucking created for the world, mm. but that's not the same person that goes to sleep at night? Mm. You have to change the perception of that, who you are, and then like accept that, which is really hard because the thing is, all those things are going to happen. Yeah, you will experience rejection. Yeah, you will experience not feeling cool. You will experience all Mm. those things that you fear; they will come. Mm. But it's how you deal with that and accept that through that process, where I think you can work to become vulnerable. Factual. No, absolutely. I, I, you know, swish. That's it right there. Yeah, That's for like, real. He hit the, you know, but it's <laughs> for like, real. you know, it's, 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 it's just, you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's hard because we live in a different generation where it's like, you can preach and tell people like, you know, it doesn't matter what people think of you. At yeah. the end of the day, they'll be like, yeah, that's true. But when they go home and they look themselves in the mirror, mm. what will they think? Mm. We, we we seek gratification in others. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's human nature. Yeah, absolutely. That very person that thinks that will think will be a family member. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> it's like it's not an easy concept to adapt in life, but you know, I, I it's it's something that I trust when you fully just apply it and you live for yourself. Live for yourself. Don't live 
for your mother. Don't live for your dad. Yeah. Don't live for your spouse. And this is, again, that goes back to the be humble shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. When you live for yourself. For not, real. Not, like, not, <laughs> not, in, not, in, not in an egotistical way. Absolutely. When you, when you live for yourself, it's then that you're free. Let's think about it. For example, and it's human That's nature. Freedom, it's, bro. It's, it's, it's human nature to want to you know, live for other people. But when you don't, when you restrict yourself from doing something, for example, I'll use like a relationship. In your relationship, there are certain things you won't do, right? Not because you can't do those things, because you respect boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's morale. That's Absolutely. human nature. But can can't you physically go and do something? Know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. That's human nature. Yeah. But we just need to channel that. That's positive human nature, of course. Mm-hmm. We just need to channel those very things that we believe in in those contexts with different things as well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, that's and they're like, all applied differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's like, you know, we're like, we're like the most beautiful creation. For real. <laughs> like a legit. I feel you. You know what I mean? I'm really literally like, like crying internally just thinking of how beautiful no. conceptually. Yeah. Like, like the human brain is like the Our fact ability, that man. we could communicate. No other animal like yeah. cre- can communicate the way we're creating right now and form like deep relationships mm. no like i mean like for example dolphins are smart as fuck as fuck you know what i mean but can you be like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get that too <laughs> like, like my nigga i, I was yes. the same exact shit for bro. real like, they can't do that you know they can't <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? roll up next to one another what's up fella? i haven't seen you in ages you looking crazy right now yeah y'all good you know what i mean <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like respect, my G. Again, I didn't say there. It's impossible for them to do that. Yes. Yeah. No. Off top, and we don't really, and we don't really know. You know, it's for example, like, um, is anyone a vegetarian or vegan? No, I, I, was? I was vegan for fifteen minutes, and then okay. Let me to... tell you. Let me tell you something, right? So, I um. <laughs> I always I had a, a a a chemistry teacher, and we were talking about pollination and stuff like that, blah blah. blah. And it was funny because we were we were talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, carnivorous uh, carnivorous people, essentially people that eat meat or whatever, yeah. or anything that eats meat, really. And then we were talking about you know herbivores and you know just these different things. And then, you know, he's like, and then I I think somebody in the room was like, it's bad to eat animals because they have a conscience and all this shit. <laughs> And then I was like, what if plants have fucking consciousness? <laughs> yeah, exactly. bro. Exactly. Like, I'm legit serious. For real, though. Like, how the fuck would you know? Like, plants communicate like, with each other. Pulling that fucking flower out to they communicate each other. do the fucking, she loves me, she loves me not. <laughs> you killing that and torturing the shit out of Like, the same plants time. communicate. Yeah. We no, just I, don't speak their I language. You. you know what I mean? It's like, uh, for yeah. example, like, humans, we communicate differently. So, for example, whether... I was speaking English or I was speaking Pharisee and you saw me and for example, like um, let's just say I was speaking, uh, I was speaking, for example, I was speaking Jamaican Yeah. and I was hitting, I was, I was beating. Right right. I don't speak Jamaican. I speak five languages, but I'm Jamaican. Respect. You know, no, I'm not one of them. But let's say. There's a fire starter over here. I feel like. <laughs> but let's see. Let oh me, yeah? 
Wagua. 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 Yo, I'm so dead. His <laughs> facial reaction was so accurate. Holy oh, shit. But yeah, like. <laughs> so whether he was doing that, right? We got the message. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like. With plants, what's the language? What's the universal system? Yeah, we How don't do we, know. We don't know what the, what's their communication. What if they cry? What if their 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 tears are equated to happiness? Imagine we that. Know. Like whoa, we, we don't understand things. Like you know, we're so quick to label shit. That's the problem, and I, I feel like that's the biggest hindrance. It's like the communication thing, and we like we label, and then we expect every single person to understand things the way we were. So, you know, when I was growing up, I used to get f- so frustrated when I was misunderstood. But then I learned not ev- they're not meant to understand. <sighs> you're you're meant to convey a message. That's it. That's the end of that statement. You're meant to convey a message, not for people to understand or for people not to understand you're meant to convey a message period absolutely those that those that are impacted by it positively will be and, and those, those that who have a view against it won't you can't control that that's it like literally i'm here to say i want to help you can take my offering or not i just want to help facts you know what i mean that's literally it like we should stop looking at things linearly and start looking at things by linearly you know, and that's the problem. We don't look at, like a lot. We don't look at things one way. It's like one way. And I'm a Taurus, so like I know this like you know one way thing. But it's mm. like I see. I never, to be honest, like I'm a Taurus as well. Yeah, but I've mm. never understood like the dominance mm. of these horoscopes. Mm. Like you telling me that every motherfucking Virgo that was born on this date at this time <laughs> with the fucking sun sign and the moon <laughs> sign. The motherfucker. No, I never take it that deep. No, yeah, yeah, but like a motherfucker in Wyoming and a dude in LA and a dude in New York and a dude in they the same like, exact Bossa type of yeah. are, uh, financially <laughs> are in the same scenario, fucking uh, relationally are. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no, nah, like nah. But you know, what I'm saying like for um, the 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 sign of a Taurus is stubbornness. Absolutely. Right? But now you think of just. You know, this this is the thing. Why would you want anybody else to think exactly the way you think? For real. For example, literally, literally. What type of fucking every, community is that? No, literally, if everyone, exactly, if everyone thought this very exact same way you thought, you would go, you would go insane. insane. Yeah. You would literally You'd be go conditioned insane. to well, there's just no, fucking pure nothing. Well, the thing like, is, there, there, you'd be like, do I even exist? There's You'd no. Like, Yo, we where's good? my shadow? Where's my shadow? Yeah, at? Oh. for real. Well, there's you no communication. There, there's what no, is still spinning around here? Let me know we're real right now. But at, but at that, there's no communication. There's no reason to. Yes, true. It devoids it. If everything was the same, that devoids communicate. What are you communicating? It's it's noise at that point. It's, it's like it's like yo, what's up? You're like, I know. Because I am you, I think just like you are. I am, I am. I am me. What's up? 
I mean, it literally would not make sense. Like, it literally wouldn't make sense because before you even say, for example, if I say, hey, what's up? And you said, I know. And then I'm like, what do you mean I know? You could simply say, I know again. Yeah. And then you could say, I know you're thinking why I'm saying I know. So it's like you would drive. <laughs> There's no communication. Bro. There's like, no communication. Because you know what yes. happens then? If every single person thought the same, then that infinite universe thing I was talking about becomes a reality. Show and it's echoing. And it's echoing. That shit would literally drive you crazy. Just like the way they say silence can drive you crazy. Yeah. Everyone thinking just like you can drive you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like, at that point, who the fuck are you? <laughs> who yeah. well, who are you? I'm you. Just like, uh, yeah. uh, what movie? Hey. Was that? Was that? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what? What? Was that Rush Hour? <laughs> Where he was like, I'm you. That was Rush Hour, right? Oh, yeah. Yo, he said, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was so angry. I thought on camera, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a, like a meme, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send yeah. that to the homie. Yo, that meme is about to go crazy right now. Yo, that shit will go viral, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we gotta crop that. We gotta like push that out. <laughs> we gotta do Instagram ads. Push that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This right. Wah wah. That would be like so lit, man. That would like be so freaking lit. Oh, man. But yeah, you know, um, yeah, so like, you know, my story, you know, like, um, so after, uh, um, you know, uh, doing the whole Northrop Grumman and Boeing and Raytheon, all of those things, then I went to Google for a little bit. And then at Google, then I started coming up with, and I think this was like, uh, uh, like, sorry, fifteen. Okay. Um, then I started doing. Uh, I I got, I just got, really, really, really fascinated by three D spaces. You know, um, I the slicing thing started like, at like nine ish, ten ish, ten ish. You know, around that same time, but then, just a three D object was very fascinating. So then I thought, well. If, if if we if we if we lived in a 3D space, what if we could create a, another three-dimensional space in 3D space, right? So then I started thinking of augmented reality and virtual reality. Yeah, you know. So if you think back about then, it, back then. So mm-hmm. VR and it's in, and VR has existed since like the 80s, by the way. It's old, you know. But I was thinking of like, wait. I just realized something. Did you know that you can create, like, this is what we don't understand. We can literally, and we're barely at the beginning of this, yeah. we can create infinite universes in a 3D universe. Oh, wow. you're right. You know what that means? That basically means I can wear VR goggles, and in that, it could be another person wearing VR goggles, <laughs> and in that, another person wearing VR goggles. Like, like and looking in through that, the mirror. Through like, the mirror. literally, literally, oh, and it could be infinite, and basically... It's 3D spaces and 3D spaces and 3D spaces and 3D spaces. So what the fuck is that? A mind fuck. You know, it's like 1D is linear. You can only go front and back. 2D, you can go front, left, back, front, right? So it's like square, right? 3D, it has depth. Yeah. 4D, 
or you think of what's 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 next after you then you come to you know things like the tesseract so a tesseract is basically cubes like i think five cubes in it's it's a weird object it can't even be represented in you can find drawings of it but it can't be represented in 3d space it basically looks like um a cube and then a cube on each side type shit it's like weird but wow you know, it's like it's real wild but you know though they those you know for example, when you think like, for real, that 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 was literally Morse code that I just understood. He was like, "Look, dope," and then with the and I was like, "Wow." I mean, you watch Interstellar. Yeah, he was traveling through a tesseract. Yeah, you know, time can be linear. Time can be, you know, even I. For example, I think of Einstein, and if I were to, everything is operated off of fear, bro. You know, like if I, for example, if I scientifically pro, uh, uh, prove that I can hold my hand and do some Darth Vader shit yeah. and this chair will start yeah. like levitating and shit. They say that Satan exists. Or whatever. Do you know what that does? Yeah. Like if I literally prove or if I literally levitate that over like real shit, like not know uh, we have like, you know, we're acting some shit. It'd literally be the strength. League of Legends no, out of nowhere. And I just like levitate that. Do you know what that does? That discredits every scientific freaking discovery as applied to gravity, as applied to, you know, space, Absolutely. everything. And it discredits every fucking thing. And Einstein shit suddenly becomes like so big. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, it all operates off of fear. It's like, I mean, of course there's other things. It's like, I'm going to find an element before I die. We, you know, we have elements, but I'm going to find an element and I'm going to name it something stupid as fuck. <coughs> and I could do that because it's my element. Yeah. They got, like, I remember when I was a kid, I memorized all the periodic table. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, you think of, like, hydrogen, helium, beryllium. You have, like, all these weird-ass aliums yeah. and shit. Yeah. And name. Gangstrillium. I'm going to fucking name my shit. Uh, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Titty Boy. Shit. I'm gonna name that shit after two chains. One one better be Pootie Tang then. <laughs> Imagine Titty Boy and Pootie Tang. Oh Wagwan. Oh Wagwan. Gonna name it some weird shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> You have to put the accents right. on it so like when they're actually teaching that shit in class, they have to say it just yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. A little off, it's like, nah, Spell sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine a spelling if bee bro. Was, was literally the final spell of a spelling bee? <laughs> it's like we can. So <coughs> you had these ideas when you went were going into Google? Yeah, I had those ideas going into Google and stuff. And you know, um a Google cardboard. I don't know if you heard of Google Cardboard. No. It's basically the affordable um Google it's literally cardboard that can be expensive. Oh, the, the glasses. Yeah, I was like yeah. when I came up with the idea. You know. Yeah, just, and then know, after yeah. after brush that off after Google, then I would uh, go on Twitter and do um, database infrastructure, and then I left Twitter, and then I went to uh, Instagram, and, you know, which I just talked yeah. about, and then um, Snapchat, and then after Snapchat, Uber, you know, so and hit, he's hitting all the monsters, yeah. and you know, even before that, you know, hi- high school started, all right, and. Like, you can literally search the app store right now. That app is still there. Um, I created an app for my school, Narbonne, Narbonne High School. And the funny thing is, like, 
I told you I wanted to help and I wanted impact and stuff, but I didn't really have gotten it. So, you know, I just said, fuck it. Let me, let me just do something. So my freshman year in, um, in high school, I made an app. You know, one thing I hate, uh, I hate um, disruption as applied to chaotic disruption. Like mm. chaotic, basically me, chaotic disruption, anything that um, basically destroys the normal workflow. So, for example, if we have like 10 staff members and opening day of school, like none of those staff members are in the office because they're helping students get to class. That's disruption right there. Mm. That's like workforce disruption. And so... That really bothered me. So I basically wrote an app that was basically a Google Maps for our school. It could give students turn-by-turn directions to the classroom just based on where they click. Oh, wow. And then, like, I basically, like, created an Instagram for our school. It was called Gotchogram. And, like, it was, like, it would give, like, updates. Like, if we're having a pep rally, everybody would get a notification. Like, That's lit. Pep rally right here. And so, you know, I was going to high school and shit like that. And I convinced them to start a Man, I'll get into that in a bit, right? But then three <laughs> weeks later, three weeks later, I like literally open up my emails and you know, you can see the header in emails. It literally says White House, oh, wow. United States. So I'm like, oh shit. You know, because be- I had met up with the board, LAUSD, you know, the school system mm-hmm. for the app. And they're like, how the fuck did you make this? Blah, 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 and shit like that. You know, security threat. Blah, 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 oh, wow. Like, is it really a security threat? Or are y'all trying to yeah. get it? Yeah. Like, oh, we we like- want to inspect your code and shit like that. I'm like, no. See, I ain't no kid. Yeah. And I'm about to boss me. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would you? Okay. Yeah. We would love to like offer you a job here and stuff like that. I was like, I'll pass. Thank you. Yeah. You know. But then um, I opened the email and it says White House of the United States and it says congratulations, <laughs> President Obama would like to congratulate you and blah, blah. so I basically fly out to DC, meet with Ooh, President Obama. work though. <laughs> and yeah, um, you know, you know, yeah. Barry O hollered at me and he was like, you know, what I'm saying, son, you know, we've I been seeing anything. Yeah. I just want you to come through. And like, <laughs> Barry, you know, tap in with me. Yeah. Tap in with me. He actually sent me a personal email too, but just for security yeah. clearance yeah. reasons, we're yeah, not going. Yeah. He hit me on the pager, you know, yeah. and then. Um, now you and then I like literally. <laughs> now you good, and then I literally, um, you know, it was funny. <laughs> the multiple uses for that, you know what I'm saying? And then like, like literally, and then I like literally, um, I received the Presidential Scholar Award. Wow! And the year after that, I met again, and I was commissioned to start the first youth-led STEM commission in LA. What was that oh, like? Wow. Oh, it was awesome. So, like when you talk about help and the people, like to go and see, like sit down with the leader, like yeah, and the first black president. Yeah, it means a lot. The reason why it means a lot is to me is like there might never be another one. Yeah, it's not impossible. For real, but it might not be another one. Can you I know? ask you, like, just in 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 that experience, like what what was that conversation like? Because like just from coming from somebody that look like. Naturally, it's an experience. Naturally, it's an honor, all these things. But you've been in these rooms. Like, the president, that's that's the con- that, that's that's like a pinnacle. But at the same time, it's like, Berio, we here now? Like, that conversation. Mm. How, what, was it oh, candid? Yeah. Like There was that. Yeah. There was that. Talk to me. You know, and, like, we'll, we'll definitely talk. You know, there was that. There was the, you know, there were the Afro conversations. Talk, talk you know elaborate. I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there were the Afro conversations. Okay. You remember a while ago, um, I think it was like three years ago, the president was greeting all the NBA players. Mm-hmm. And he shook 
Each of his hand. Yeah. And then it came to um, Shaq. It, was it Shaq? And then it was one of those. Lit. But in conversation terms. Absolutely. I respect that. I want to tap into a little bit of this thing we call luck in these moments. And luck just from the standpoint of something uncertain just coming to fruition, right? And how, you know, in, in, in our lives, so many people talk about preparation and all these things, but like one that's on a path to innovate is naturally working on themselves and their abilities on a daily basis. And there are opportunities that arise that come in which we can utilize them or not. Sometimes people are ready and sometimes people are not. Um, and being as advanced in tech as you are, I want to kind of touch into how the whole Nipsey situation came about and what it meant for you in terms of um, wanting to work with Nipsey and what what that was and, and you know, how that came about and essentially why Nip to opt in and buy into that belief too, right? Because those are types of conjoined efforts that it's not just working with somebody to work with somebody because you've been past that. You were past that when you were 12 years old, right? Mm. But it's something where you, as much as he attached mm. to this notion and it was something where mutually beneficial uh, creations and experiences could be created. I think that's a, a super, you know, Dope question. I'm I'm pretty sure you know a lot of the uh, you know listeners that are going to tune in are going to wonder that same thing too. Yeah. You know, um, as far as you know what you mentioned before, you know, which is a whole luck thing, that's always been like <clears throat> a thing. You know, um, I mean, like I've always just met people, and I've no, I just knew I was going to meet those people. You know, from like Dre to Magic Johnson to like, you know, Will I Am, like all these people, just like I knew that was going to happen. So the day I actually met Nip, I told you I, I was, uh, I had worked on some software, you know, which I showed you before, and I was modifying that very software at a Starbucks. You know, there was no reason for me to go to that Starbucks that day. Um, I don't really work, I've never really worked at a Starbucks in terms of programming there. I usually yeah. go to a Barnes and Noble. Um, so there's no reason why I should have been there. I didn't need to charge my laptop. I didn't need no fucking coffee. I didn't need none of that. Yeah. But something just said go. And so I go and I sit and like literally the cut, you know, um, you can't really see me just doing anything really. And, you know, I just sat there and I was programming. And then, you know, like 30 minutes later, you know, Maybach pulls up. You know, everybody's like, what the fuck? So, like, you know, people start surrounding it. Oh, my God, Nipsey also, blah, blah, and stuff. Like, and I'm like, listen, Nip, you know, um, but I wasn't like a super fan. And then, you know, um, his, you know, it turns out that his daughter wanted like a, uh, a unicorn frappuccino or whatever. And he was like, well, you want a unicorn frappuccino? We get at the movies. She was like, no, I want it from here. And so they pull up, you know, and she says, I need to go see the restroom. So he takes her to the restroom, and I was by the restroom. So I guess on the way out, he saw me like, doing some weird shit with my hands. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. This ain't normal, you know. <laughs> this kid's on some shit or whatever. And so, um, you know, he, he takes his daughter back to the car and he's about to leave and he literally comes back in and comes right to me. Wow. And the funny so thing... So this wasn't you being like... No, I was literally saying, no, minding my business. This was him saying, wait, 
hold up. I need to go back there. Yeah, you said you're like literally like I need to tap in with this kid. And the funny wow. thing is, I text my friend and I was like, Hey bro, Nipsey's here, he's about to come talk to me. And he was like, What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. Something's just telling me like on his way out, he's gonna come talk to me. That's lady like quote unquote. I screenshot it. <laughs> That's lady what I said. I was like, I don't know, but something lately tell me he's gonna come talk to me. Wow. And then he ends up, you know, coming up and he's like, you know, I don't wanna um what do you say? He said, "Yeah, he, I think he said, um, you know, I don't want to intrude on what you're doing, but what you're doing, you know, if I didn't know better, like you a black kid sitting on fig at a Starbucks in the cut and moving your hand with some shit." He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> wow, we got to tap in." Yeah, and then you know, I I already knew like he was a different type of rapper. Yeah, you know what I mean, I just didn't know tech wise, you know, what would kind of be there till we sat down and we had a conversation. So, um, you know, you know, he sat down with me for like a cool seven minutes. We exchanged numbers and said he's going to take his daughter to the movies. And he said he would text me after. And he texted me after. Wow. And credit to Nipsey. Yeah, though. for real. Like you have to be a, a, a certain type of person. Cause to even like, notice that. Because it's like aware. And it was like, you know, the perfect timing for something like that to happen, too. You know, um. But yeah, so Lily went to the studio vibe that night and came up with the concept. You know, he was like, how do I fuse, you know, technology, what I'm doing? I'm like, I don't even need to go think about it. I know exactly what to do right now. And he was like, you know, how do we get started? Tell him what, you know, we need to get started and everything. And then three weeks later, the app was done. Did you have that idea before? Mm-hmm. So I had, you I had the idea and I wanted to execute it for my own fashion show, which I'm, I still am. It was a non-exclusive thing. Yeah. Like we, you know, it's like my tech. Yeah. Yeah. So um, even if you go to the um, store right now, at the bottom, you'll see all rights reserved. I just had to do a wall, you know, so. Um, Incredible. Yeah. We, we talked about that. But, um, you know, it, it was a really interesting thing because, you know, to answer your second part, why Nipsey? All right. He's like. He's one of those people that can preach to the masses and they 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 understand it, you know. Um, for example, it also comes from a very genuine place. Yeah, no, it comes from a very genuine place. And you know, the thing is, like, for him to even notice that and not traditional rapper would be like, I don't know what the fuck that like, <laughs> like for you to understand, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was actually the programming that I was doing that caught his eye. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't like even though I had my hand stuff, like he went back and he went back and forth looking at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know. Wow. So he told me he was like, "Yeah, I, I, I peeped a couple times, and I was like, okay, this is something interesting, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, yo, I got this idea. We can apply to it, and you know, the app part was the easy part, you know, <laughs> and then we just like did it, and it was great. And since then, you know. You know, we both obviously generated a lot of buzz from that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, it, it, it's it's channeled different things. You know, we both benefited from it in yeah. different ways. You know, like, for example, like, you know, doing a, a Gary V video obviously would spring from something like that. Absolutely. You know, immediately. And yeah. for me, pro- like, possibly, like, you know. Just having the hip hop community aware yeah, of what it's I exposure. do. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy about how opportunities come like that. Like, yeah. you were just prepared. You had your idea. It's funny you mention that, you know, because I've like uh, a lot of interviews 
I do. And then I mention that. That's like what people, they're like, so you were just prepared. Yeah. And it's like throughout my life, you know, not not to like cut you off, but like no, throughout yeah. my life, that's always been, I've always been ready. I've always know, like, You've I don't know it. how, yeah. like, I just know something's about to happen and I'm already two step, four steps ahead of the game. Yeah. Mm. We you talk know, about that a lot though. Like being prepared, it's not about like going and seeking the opportunity. It, that, it rarely happens that way. It's really rare. Like, rare. Yeah. <laughs> That's the on his back of his going and like looking, <laughs> you know, people get lost in trying to look for the opportunity versus yeah. just being prepared and the opportunity seeking comes those moments instead of being ready for them when they present them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm always ready, you know. Thing was like, you know, a lot of people are like, How do you how do you execute so many ideas a day? How do you do so many things? See, I have an advantage of being multifaceted in what I do. So if I have an app idea, I can generate the icons. I can do the illustrator, I can get the sounds, and I can do the code to work it to some level where it's presentable. You know, it's not just meditating over an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was dopeness, man. You know, creating that concept and just seeing so many people coming. I mean, Russell Westbrook came out, you know, Vegas Jones, Emery yeah. came out, um, you know, um, Big Bob came out, um, 21 Savage came out. And the funny thing is, we inspired a whole generation of hip hop artists to think differently. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you heard about what Twenty One Savage did with Spotify. No, no. They collaborated to make an app. You know his uh, it's a line. Yeah. They basically made an app using machine learning, where you take a picture of something and it um, identifies the object and it attaches his ISO with whatever it is. So wow. like I could scan it, it would be like it's a face, it's it's a cup, it's a wallet, different things. Wow. And that was because we did that. Oh wow. Incredible. That he took that deal with him. Wow. You know, so it's like and you know, I'm just working on my own things right now. Like right now I'm tr- I'm trying to collab with um um a shoe manufacturer. Like I've always been into fashion, like and I have designs for shoes and stuff like that. You know, but I'm trying to um create a new concept called luxury tech. So it's a clothing concept, um, you know, where we can actually fuse technology directly into like fabrics and stuff without needing to embed it oh. into. How is that possible? Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Off I top. guess we'll never know. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, no, we'll for definitely, sure. You know, talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, like I'm on this tech shit right now. You know, fashion and art are things I want to focus on. But fashion and art aren't those things like you can't just walk in and say, I want to change <clears throat> the fashion industry. It doesn't work like that. No. Right. What do you know about patterns cutting? What do you know about patterns? What do you know about sure. silhouettes? What do you yeah. know about, you know, um, fabric? Yeah. Color. All those things. Like I understand all those things, but it's like. You can't just walk in there. You know, even at art shows, they specifically place things a certain way that you need to understand everything. Yeah. And, you know, I want to I want to disrupt these industries, but I want to conquer technology first. Absolutely. You need to conquer your industry before trying to disrupt yeah. another. Yeah. And that's the vessel. Correct. Right. That's the change agent. Yeah. So just like the way I'm innovating in tech right now, you know, and the reason why I use innovating is because that's what everyone else says, really. But, um... Uh, the way I'm uh, changing tech right now is the same way I'm going to do with fashion. And it's going to be equally as revolutionary. Incredible. 
you know, and then art and all these things. So that's coming. Like it's it's definitely, you know, coming. That's incredible. Yes. I want to ask you, just in in encapsulating all of this, right? And in 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 terms of communicating with our youth, right? If that was if there was one thing, or if there was just a message that you want to give, whether it's to the nerds, whether it's to the athletes, essentially to all human beings um, that have infinite potential within them. Shout out to the sirens, baby. Off top, it always happens like that. It's crazy, like the way the world works. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a I'm a bask in it. E. Are you done? Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, but what actually you know what 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 would you what do you want your legacy to be? Like if you could write that, right? And just like in your thought of it now, it it most likely will change uh as you absorb far more of the world. But what what do you want your legacy to be? You know, um <clears throat> my legacy is to be a beacon for people to believe in themselves. That's that's it. You know, I don't have to be in the history books or none of that. You know, it'll happen, but it doesn't have to that, happen. That's an impact that lasts forever. Correct, being in history. Yeah, but it's like, as long no, as... No, being a... Having oh. the impact and legacy be for people to believe in themselves. Yeah, that's legit. Because that, somebody who does end up doing so will also most likely give that to the next person. Yeah. And it lives forever. Yeah, that that's simply, that's simply my message. Incredible. Be your biggest role model. <laughs> Done. You know, Beautiful. That's it. I'm one of my own role models. And people don't want to hear that and I stuff like that. that. Fuck, but it's like, humble. damn. Yeah. You it. should be yeah, your own role model for everyone. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like people don't really ever listen to the full message. They just hear what they hear and that's it. And yeah. they shut everything else mm. out. I'm my biggest role model, but you should also be your biggest role model Absolutely. as well. And I'm not saying you... It. Correct. And just believe in yourself. Like, literally... The codes, of, <coughs> things I say are the codes to self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Things I say are the codes to just being you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like. Because we are. Because we are. That's it. As be you are. As you are. You know, be you. Do you. Execute you. You know. Just find you. Find you. Everything you. Love you. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Love yourself. Which, he said, hey, 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 you. <laughs> Who's man's yeah. this? <laughs> Who's man's? What, what? <laughs> this is funny, bro. But yeah, like, you know, that's that's really my message, man. My generation, uh, my message is just to be a beacon for the generation to, you know, be, be their biggest idols. My brother, you are a, a ray of infinite light. Thank you. And it's been an absolute honor uh, and a blessing yeah, for us to go through this story of yours and really just tap into not only what you're doing in the world, but the way in which you see it. Because I think that 
it's something that anybody who breathes and has uh, an essence of being can really learn from and -hmm. learn something from, whatever it may be. But I'm completely inspired. Uh, I admire who you are as a human being, and I admire your uh, convictions and your beliefs. And I can't wait uh, for the world to continue to be impacted uh, by your pursuits. Thank you. Thank you very much. That means a lot. And that's love. Thank you. And I dropped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) That was dope. Yeah, bro.